0: Okay. All oh, right. Oh, all right, we are live now. Welcome back to The Matrix Unveiled everyone. My name is Thanuj and I help people evolve their consciousness. Today I have a very awesome show for you guys. I'm here with Ken Trolley and Ken Trolley. Say what's up guys? Hi. Hello. Um, all right. So, um, you know, this is a really awesome opportunity because we've got three energy practitioners and I actually use the word energy master just uh, you know because it's clickbaity and people see energy master. But I think that a true energy master isn't going to be someone that you know claims themselves to be an energy master, right? Because we're always learning. And so we got Hoska in the chat. So what's up, Haska? How you doing, my friend? Genetic awakening. So you know there's going to be a few people joining. But um, we were having a great conversation just before we decided to go live, and we were talking about energy vampires, and, um, you know, it's amazing talking to Ken Shorley and Ken Jolie, both of you guys, but I've been following Ken Shorley's work for probably about five years now, five or six years, like, I've been, you know, watching your channel, I've seen some of your videos, and um, he's big into the aerokinesis as well, which is, you know, for those of you guys that watch my channel, I'm sure you guys know I'm a huge aerokinesis uh, practitioner. And it's amazing to see his style because he does a little bit differently. Um, he's very into the the buzzing as well, the vibrational buzzing, which emits a frequency into the environment. And he has some great videos on his channel um, doing some tornadoes. I believe it's leaf tornadoes, right? Or work with leaves and stuff.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, blow, blowing stuff around, you know, doing stuff that's <laughs> going to actually like show what's happening or what's actually unfolding when it comes to wind conditions or connections to aerokinesis.
0: Definitely. And so I think a lot of people in the aerokinesis community, in the, um, you know, energy community, um, and Ken is very much, uh, Ken Jolie is very much a part of this energy community as well. And a lot of Facebook groups, um, we see a lot of sloppy practitioners where they're kind of doing very general stuff. And then they claim it's like them doing it. And so as someone that practices like religiously, or, you know, or, you know dedicates my time to this, it kind of gets under my skin a little bit because I see people claiming like they're making all the trees move when, you know, it's very obvious it's not the trees, them moving the trees. The trees are just naturally flowing. So it's really an honor when, I'm, when I see someone with skill and I actually get to speak with them, you know, it's, uh, it's an amazing opportunity. So I definitely like to, I'm really glad to be speaking with you because uh, I can okay. see, you know, you've been spending a lot of time and many years practicing as well.
1: Yeah, well, thank you. I uh, I definitely put my time in as far as, you know, I had an interesting activation that kind of put me on, you know, online in uh, 2014, um, mm-hmm. which gave me like kind of an up, an up level. Um, uh-huh. But it okay. did take with dedication and commitment to practice. And yeah, everyone has their own unique way of connecting and techniques. You know, I have techniques that are work and work well. And if you use those, you will get um, basically, you know, feedback from the reality. But I always tell my students is that it's all about your own uniqueness and that creating your own style with the energy. Because remember is that we're working with ambient energy and we're working with the energy that's all around us coming from the trees and the wind and all of this sentient consciousness that's there is looking for connection and looking for real true connection from heart space and so the more you come in with that space of heart and not that you're showboating or trying to puff up your ego or make you look like you're some sort of an energy master because just like you said you know you never want to refer to yourself as an energy master in in a way because you know we're all this is all about self-mastery and mastery is basically a lifelong process, Absolutely. Um, and so you know, I definitely I took the this you know people were saying, oh, I'm a telekinesis expert or a master. And I had to I had to shift that to expert than master because you know basically we're all students of this university, and it is all about diving into self. And you know, a lot of people are trying to access these levels of connection. They're trying to gain these type of abilities for power. And control, or to show that you know I have obtained this level of enlightenment or consciousness, and it's really not about that. i I always try to stress to people that these are side effects of a deeper inner working of self. you know i I was deep, deep into diving into myself and meditating up to about three and a half hours a day for nine months before I even had this powerful activation that caused me to learn about aerokinesis. I had no idea that this existed until I had this out-of-body experience after my activation on the dunes that brought me into a four-hour out-of-a-body experience where I was trained by my higher self on how to do all connections with all elemental energy and how to move or cooperate with energy on the grid. And then that's when I looked out and outreach to people all over the world that was doing what I would, There was moving things with their mind, that was connecting with weather systems. And that's how I get, got connected to the two energy schools that a lot of people know that I've been referred or been involved in in the past, you know, six years ago. So um, that's kind of what brought me on. And through that inner deeper work of self-development, I've been able to gain high accesses of of basically wisdom knowledge and amplification in the reality and it's all based on the deep work and you're really not going to even get real like real results unless you're doing that deep work because the 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 consciousness in nature the sentence of it knows what's up like Mm -hmm. like it reads your field and there's all these energies that are around observing a lot of people don't realize yeah when you do this stuff, there's other energies that come and observe and want to play kind of along. And so there's this, there's this thing that's going on. And so you're, you have to basically be honest and truthful about what your intentions are or you're really not going to develop. And there's a lot of people that are just kind of like playing around, you know what I mean? And not mm-hmm. taking the real work, which is the real work, is the, self, the deep self-work is diving into yourself and realizing what is really going on. And what am I really reflecting in the reality? And how can I actually navigate in the synchronistic way to cause more harmony, more balance in the reality?
0: So, um, genetic awakening right? just said, sorry, one second. Let me just uh, address yeah. this question. Genetic awakening just said,
1: um, what do you mean by deep work? An example, please. So, deep work would be basically figuring out what you're reflecting in your subconscious. So, some people would call this shadow work. Um, that was co- coined by a. Um, a psychologist years ago called Carl Jung. Oh, yeah.
2: yeah,
1: yeah. So, um, this is di- diving deep in your subconscious. So, in your subconscious are all of these traumas from your childhood, from your mid mm-hmm. di- your adulthood. That and these are things that your subconscious had decided that these weren't good for your well being, and they've kind of packed them away. And then over time, as we awaken or grow old, they've begun to come to the surface. When you get an activation or even just start working with energy, you're going to amplify these things. When you work right. with energy, you're going to amplify your whole energetic system. And this means you have to like do this work quicker. Like you have to get on board with it or you're kind of going to like spiral out because 100%. everything's going to amplify and you'll react quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right. Especially even now in the last like year and a half, It's been even more on SLAM. So it's real important. And you can do these things by using the reality as a trigger-based mechanism. So as a feedback mechanism. So we can talk a little bit about the vibration and how the reality works. And really, based off your vibration, you're going to start seeing things that are of your same vibration. Excuse me. So having... These vibrations that you don't even know that are vibrating, they end up showing up in your reality as people you can't get along with conflicts, other things like, you know, fear, hostility, control, blame, judgment, judgment of yourself, which is judgment of all all these things will start to manifest. And and as you start working with energy, these things will exasperate and get worse, right, or better. I like to say they get better. Because what it is, is it's really starting to show you what you need to work on. So that's the deep work, is really being honest with yourself and saying, you know, what am I reflecting? What am I doing? And start changing what you're doing. Basically, what you want to have happen to you, you need to start actually doing in the reality. And so first off, if you even want to get into this energy field, You need to start focusing on selfless acts of kindness and just doing things for others and doing things that you want done to you and starting to see the world in a compassion state of being and starting to see people around you with this more, you know, you have this empathy, right, which is the ability to feel other people's feelings. And then you have sympathy, which is the ability to be compassionate for what people are going through. And so we are so disconnected from everyone around us. And we just live these lives in our bubbles and like, who cares about other people? And so taking the time to realize that you're basically in the white box, you're in the loading program, you're loading all of this from your unconscious data, you're streaming it all through your eyes as a projection point. And anything is possible. You have infinite possibilities. And right now you're vibrating a frequency that's unconsciously vibrating things you don't want and you think you need protection from things and there's energy vampires after you and I'm feeling sick and people feel drained around me and I don't know what's happening. And I'm, you know, all of these things.
0: And it's, it's interesting because you basically touched on what a lot of people message me about and they'll ask me questions like, what do you think about chemtrails? What do you think about the government stalking you and stealing your energy or negative energy attacks and stuff like this. And I I basically tell them like, you're not understanding that you create your entire reality from a subconscious point. And so everything that's happening in your reality, if you're getting, uh, if you're being a targeted individual, a lot of people will message me about that. And I'll tell them (laughs) you are, you're attracting this because of fear within you. So you're believing that you were targeted. Maybe you were targeted when you were a kid and you were being picked on and then that's manifesting. And now if you become someone that practices with energy you literally magnify your antenna tenfold and then you're creating that even more intensely. And I have witnessed myself create negative situations because there was something within my life that was out of balance. And then it really took an external manifestation to really show me how much negative energy or disharmony was in my field. But then Mm -hmm. after that cleansed out, like it's, you know, there's waves that'll hit you basically. It's like the universe hits you back. And, um, It's a very negative process that you have to cleanse through all that stuff. Um, And so when I did that, you know, it was amazing to be able to really recognize, wow, I was creating from such an unconscious point. But then again, it's a lesson. That's what we're here for. This is a, a school. So. Uh, Ken Jolie, I want to get your thoughts on what we just discussed because you've been quiet. Feel, so, what do you think?
2: I feel like I feel like Mr. Chorley, uh, and I'm calling him that because we're the same name, but um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, gonna be confusing. Like, I feel like I feel like he was pretty much everything he was saying, I, I was just hitting me so hard right now, it's like makes so much sense. And I, I feel like he was speaking to me almost like, <laughs> like, like yeah, everything, um yeah uh yeah you just described i'm going exactly through that right now and so yeah it's just i'm i'm yeah i'm uh yeah i'm blown away by what's happening right now like i'm i'm really just soaking it all in right now everything like ken said and uh, mr charlie said and uh, yeah yeah i mean i'm i'm really going to be doing this quote-unquote shadow work now that i yeah, heard everything you told me so. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and and shadow work is like it's a process. So there's layers and layers of shadow work and you know, I am I work on my shadow every, you know, when it when it feels right. So not I can't say it's every day, but it's when there's something bothering my consciousness, then you delve deep into that and you like examine what's going on and you find your shadow to be initially when you haven't done any work, this nasty, irritable, almost like demonic energy that's like bullying you. At least that's how it was for me. And then you slowly make amends with your shadow and you pull the pieces together and bring it together and you start to show it like, look, this is just me. I just forgot about you. And then you start to like heal it. But then sometimes it retaliates and, you know, tries to fight back. So it's like you're, you're almost at war with your own consciousness, but as you become more conscious, you are able to stabilize that ability with your shadow and you become more at peace with yourself. And then your reality then literally manifests that piece back. So it's a process, you know,
2: um, Ken, you uh, gotta, so, you <laughs> so what, Ken, like what, what, what do you currently do? Um, as far as like practice goes, like, uh, do you do like aerokinesis, like maybe like one hour a day or something, or do you meditate for certain hours every day? Like, do you have like a specific routine that you follow on a day to day basis? Or?
1: I, I, I don't, I don't right now. I have, uh, I used to in the past. Um, but to be honest, like now, I really don't train at all. Um, and there and there's a deeper thing to that. I mean, not to say once you do enough training, you become like connected to this point. It sticks, but yeah. Um, <laughs> there there's practices that once you do them for enough time, over and over and over again. It creates a neural synapse, a new neural network in your brain, right? And so anytime that you put the intention on what you want to do, it just starts to do it. Like almost unconsciously. Um, Like when I go outside, yeah, yeah, this weird brain muscle memory and Mm -hmm. um, things are constantly reacting to me. And I went through a period where I was trying to quiet that down about a year ago. Um, I had taught a, um, a wizard workshop with a bunch of kids from all over the world that had already these extra abilities, psychic abilities, telekinetic abilities, they were doing Uh-oh. all this thing, and I was training Uh-oh. them on those issues, and that was like the last thing I had did, and after that, I kind of really just went quiet as far as what I was doing, but as far as a daily practice... You know, I'm always connected. The thing about it is then in the beginning, you feel like this need to practice and to like train. And because mm-hmm. of my past and what I was instantly involved in, as of activating and with said seven months, I was a main teacher helping to fund the do this school and doing all of this stuff. I was training a lot and teaching and demonstrating publicly. I was one of the first people in the United States there is a guy in Colorado now that's doing live demonstrations of telekinesis, but at the time in fourteen, are you talking about was, Sean? No, what's that?
2: Are you talking about Sean?
1: Yeah, Sean. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So, so Sean, I didn't want to speak his name because I didn't know if we wanted to, but yeah, Sean had had kind of come under the scene in like I think fifteen or sixteen, but before then, like I was doing live demonstrations in the United States, and no one had done that since like the fake demonstrations, like in the late seventies but this guy like went around and he was like trying to make telephone books blow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And they got found out. So, um, training so much and being able, the only energy practitioner that could do it, even other people in my energy school couldn't do it. Like that's the reason why I was doing it. So that all of that training kind of like, it was like the super training that just basically put me on line. And once I started teaching it and traveling around and doing workshops and doing intensives every summer, like it just got like this muscle memory. So now it's this walking meditation. Um, you know, I've been really diving deep into this like inner work and I had all this trapped anger and resentment that was like in my gut from like Mm -hmm. my divorce and my children and all of these things that I had been working through the last two years. So in the last year I've been really focusing on that and not really spending daily practice as far as like training with energy, but I always make time to connect with nature. And we can talk a little bit about that right now because now is a very important time. So everyone needs to listen up to this. And if you have not, been having an active practice with nature right now is the time you're not late. You're not really early either. You're kind of like right on time because what happened with this month on the ninth, this was a full moon. We also had the clocks change. There was tribal people all over the world celebrating and dancing during this time, connecting back to mother, connecting back to the grid There was an an alignment with the
2: stars.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah. There was an alignment with the stars. This goes from the 9th of March to the 22nd of this month of March as well. And this is the time to establish the connection with the sentience of the earth, of nature. And this is what I've been training for for the last seven years. The reason why I woke up. The reason why I tapped all this wisdom from self was because to prepare us for where we're heading with the connection with nature, which you're going to have to have to basically get through this next phase coming forth on the planet, this next 50 years, okay? So, Mm -hmm. like, now's the time. There is an energy spot on the earth everywhere we all are right now. You have nature every day. You need to take off your shoes and you need to find where nature feeds. OK, you feed at a table every day, right? You sit at home, you come to a certain table, you eat your food, you create your nourishment. Nature does the same thing with energy. There's this vortex energy in the grid where nature feeds. OK, and where the trees are like doing this semiotic thing. Well, that's where you need to go to restore your energy, and to connect with the mother, connect with nature. And because nature needs to know who you are, okay? We're completely unplugged, and she has no idea who a bunch of us are. Like, we're all her children, but she doesn't know us. And the reason why, yeah, the energy signature. So it's important. And people ask me, like, okay, so how am I going to find the spot where I need to go and create a space you'll feel it with your shoes off you got to have your shoes off because if you have your shoes on that blocks your connection with your shoes off you will be led and sometimes it's not the spot where you think it is like it might be in a spot where there might be a dumpster on your property or by your apartment complex or wherever you can connect to nature you know but i would try to tell people to get a little deeper but i understand if you're in the city you can't so just find your little spot of nature And take time every day, especially through this window, right, till next week, to make the connection with the sentient energy and with the earth that you can. Because, excuse me, because moving forward, you're going to want to have this connection as all the energy up levels, okay? Yes. And as, as the reason why we've been needed to connect to the elemental energy, because the elemental energy is growing. It's getting like stronger and there's going to be more intensities with the energies of the elementals. If that's all, just say that. Okay. And as this whole (laughs) new energy comes in, okay. And what's going to happen in December with the big planet alignment and the energy wave, that's going to come through you. We have to prepare. This is why going inside and looking at the reality as the triggers, spending time with nature, spending time, in ourselves, meditating, learning about our diet, learning about our vibration, connecting to others, and finding our space, connecting to our uniqueness. It's so important for you to connect to your uniqueness. I can't, like, you know, I mean, just that is very important. Like, stress. I don't like to use the word stress, but like, stress that enough. Like, emphasize, like,
2: yeah.
1: <laughs> em- emphasize this. It is time.
0: It is time.
1: It is time. I, there's there's no coincidence that I've been in this for seven years. The anniversary is this May, seven years since my blast of energy coming into 2027's completion. Like these are all got to remember the numbers and the energy, the colors and the frequency. Seven the
0: code, yeah.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. So you have to remember that we've all been in preparation for this. And even if you just are hearing this transmission today, and you're like, oh, it sounds like I'm late. It sounds like I missed the window. Mm-hmm. Oh no, no, no. You're you're right on time. You're right on if you're listening to this, you're right on time. Now's the time to start giving a shit about yourself, which then makes you give a shit about others. Sorry, mm-hmm. my French, but it's just like it's serious, guys. 2020 so is serious. about getting about like you let's have fun, let's play. But if you've been, like, taking a break or he and hawing around, you know, it's, it's time to start focusing on what really matters. And, you know, it's a big part of the reason why I've stopped teaching telekinesis over the last two years is because, honestly, like, it's not that important, guys, to, like, work exactly. on the telekinesis It's more important to connect with the elementals and the energy of the, of the elemental energy than it is to connect on telekinesis. Okay. Telekinesis will come <laughs> as a complete feedback yeah. from your deeper work, which you don't even right. need to worry about. Okay, um, so, so I just so, want to say,
2: sorry, I, yeah.
0: all right, so I have told, we, me and Ken have talked about this so many times. He would always right. ask me, why don't you practice telekinesis? And I said, because my whole channel <laughs> and my whole mission in this reality is to connect people back to the energy, to nature's energy, to the system's energy. So telekinesis, you're not doing that. You're only moving a little bit of energy, but connecting to nature, that's the elemental energies. And Mm -hmm. I so agree with you that the elemental energies are raising, which is why it's so important to learn how to connect to them. You're not controlling them, but you are in harmony with them. You're harmonizing with them. them. You literally become them. Like your energy flows.
1: We are are them. them.
0: (laughs) We are them. Exactly. Exactly.
1: So, and the thing that people – deeper knowledge that people don't realize is that when you don't complete your tasks here and you're unconscious or you, like, OD or you suicide yeah. or whatever, when you loop back through, it's only a half version of you. This other half version that's not connected gets mostly absorbed into the energy around or the nature energy. And so it's literally about establishing your own connection to yourself. That's why it's so important to connect to nature. And, yeah, oh. like – I haven't practiced telekinesis basically. Yeah, I haven't practiced telekinesis in years, and I had a natural ability just to be able to do it. And it was basically something that we did, and that the school wanted me to do full time because I was good at it and it would get people involved in the energy school because it's like a wow factor. Like, if you can move something under sealed glass nobody can do that right and it's not a right it comes from this showboating this place of like and there's a lot of like you know energies that are around it that are vibrating at that vibration so it's important to I mean I'm not going to discount it because I've had the most beautiful the most beautiful connections with especially people who are older who would come on my stage I would teach them the techniques they would move it right And you would see them light up with this whole confidence that, like, they didn't think no way they'd be able to do it. And then they would even question whether or not I was doing it from across the room, right, instead of, like, even tapping into their own power. So there is that connection. But you can have that ability for people to find their uniqueness and find themselves with elemental energy or just simply teaching basic principles of connecting to self and meditation mm-hmm. and just awareness of nature and the awareness of the connection of all that is. So
0: I think someone wants, you know, we're kind of getting advanced, but one thing that I um, forget to do is to give people basic instruction because sometimes we get very lost when we're, you know, talking about vortexes and, and code and mathematics and grids and stuff people want to just know how do we get started? Like, and I tell them, you know, all you have to do is sit there, sit next to a tree, speak with the trees, touch the trees, um, you know, talk to the plants because they're all conscious and aware Um, meditate sun gaze, you know, spend time under the stars, lay down. Like I used to lay down in the grass for hours and just meditate um, for like three, four hours. And that's how you get started. You just, you just, you know, spend time in nature and recognize that it's a conscious, sentient system. Um, thats It's literally a computer system. Like, if you see it through the, the way it actually looks with the DMT flowing, um, it is a matrix system with grids and, and code. But when you it's see code. it as it's, this – It's code, uh, man. <laughs> see, there's another person talking about how it's code. And, you know, I, yeah, I see the code sometimes when I train, you know. Um, it's it's straight-up mathematics. It's not anything, um, you know, other than that, really. <laughs>
1: we're we're mathematicians man we're we're magists we're we're yeah. the mystics man. it's all about alchemically working this grid and the first mm. way to get started is making the introduction to nature and to yourself and i love what you said just getting out laying on the ground man taking your shoes off making the introduction that it's hi i'm ken it's really nice to meet you i'm sorry i've been away I love you. Thank you. Will you forgive me? Just basically that first introduction of like all the steps and then saying, Hey, I would love to dance with you. I would love to make this connection with you. I want to feel what it feels like to really tap into my uniqueness. And you start doing that and just put your hands up and breathe. That's always the basic thing I breathe. give people. Is just put your hands up and start to breathe. The breath is the connection. The breath Mm -hmm. is the way to start opening up the DMT. The breath is the way to start dropping in. And once you start connecting the breath, the breath brings you into that connection. And then you will see the visual representation of the movement of the tree. And I always tell people, focus on the micro movements and breathe. If you want to close your eyes, close your eyes. You can visualize the wind. I always say that the universe operates on a feeling basement. So it's a feeling. So feeling the wind in your hair, feeling the rain on your face, feeling the fire on your hand, feeling the water on your touch, any elemental, the dirt in your hands the mud between your toes, all of these things will then connect you to the ancestral energy. Remember, this is about connecting to ancestors. It's about also connecting to yourself and awakening these DNA links that are in your coding. Absolutely. Yeah. You're coded with this stuff. The code stuff. gets
0: unlocked and <laughs> you get upgrades gets, basically.
1: You basically upgrade your DNA and being mm-hmm. out in the sun and letting the sun get on your body is incredibly important. I've only recently just come out with the fact that I lay nude in the sun a lot. And Let's what do that does yeah. is it activates your whole system, and there's wow. also a lot of deep shame shit that comes up from like being new to nature. But I will tell you a little secret: that your energy connection to nature, if you're naked in nature, is 10 old wow. 10 yeah. old. It's wow. the most primal connection to ancestor energy. There's lots of shame and fear and all that created around there. That fear is resonating in your bio field. And remember what I said earlier, you cannot truly connect with energy if you're in anger and in fear. Mm-hmm. You have to be in a calm state. It's called a relaxed state. Not a lazy state, but a relaxed Whoa. state. So it's called alert and relaxed. Because remember, when we're working with energy, we have to hold it all in our consciousness. It's the full awareness of self. And we have to be relaxed. And so not in fear. So when you're new to nature, it's like the ultimate connection. And I stumbled upon this five years ago at a festival and ended up going on a hike. I was in a sarong and I got back in these woods and I like took my sarong off. And then I was like, oh, and then this tree like, like literally like said, like said something out loud. And I like turned and I was like, what? And then I like walked up to the tree and it just gave me this download on it. And then, and I saw these images of us like all new doing energy, like way back as like little dark with like the, you know, the part cut and the, we were like riding on like um, um, Panthers and like doing all this crazy stuff. And I had this download so then I walked around the whole back of the property that was in the woods. It was all private and had some amazing connections. Put my strong back on and went out to the festival space and was like, whoa, I got to like figure this out. And then have just been working only with like some private students and a few like immersions where, you know, I would send people out by themselves into the woods to practice this connection. And it's, wow. it's an amazing thing. So you have to remember that, Connecting with nature is fundamentally part of us. This is really how we used to operate when we were fully activated with all of our, excuse me, all of your things turned on. We would shape shift. We would connect with energy. We could do all of these things, and it was fluid.
0: Because it's like when you get to a certain vibration, you literally become like a plasma, plasmic state being where your energy is like plasma. I was talking about this yesterday, and... You know, you realize reality is like digital, so you can work so efficiently with the code. And personally, this is not the level that I'm at right now, but I know I can recall there were lifetimes where I was at that level um, where the code and, you know, working with the the system was so effortless, where we were such at a high vibration, where those things were effortless. But now it's like, you know, remembering those kinds of things and re-unlocking that stuff. So it's a challenge but it's 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 like a new level in the video game every day. But um I really like what you said about the the nude in nature because I've never done that actually but I would take off my shirt and just lay under the sun. Now right now it's kind of cold outside so I'm not going to do that but uh in the summer I probably will, you know. And uh I'm interested to see how that will affect my connection. But um one thing that I'm sure you're aware of as well is when you have when you have a very strong connection everywhere you go other people feel that connection and you know the elements act totally differently you know you're walking the wind is basically like magnetized to you and it's like carrying you almost i'm sure you know what i'm talking about and then you know the rain it almost like feels like when rain hits you it like deflects off your energy field and it's not even hitting you so yeah Um, yeah. other people pick up on that kind of stuff and then fire of course if you stick your hand in the fire nothing really happens it's like you absorb the fire so Um, it's it's weird stuff like that which you know if a normal person saw that they'd be like that's not even what what's going on here this doesn't make sense so um, yeah
1: and you have to be mindful when you are doing practices not to um do certain things around people that are aren't conscious and are you know, and that you cause them to come into fear, or come into out of balance, you know, and that's yeah. why it's always important to train privately or work with people because, yeah, you are influencing the matrix mm-hmm. in a way and we're all in here together and it's it's good to be mindful because you can, you know, rupture someone's thought boundary, um, Definitely. but it's good. It's also good to plant seeds, and but there's like a softer way to do it. A lot of times when energy practitioners get involved, um, and we've seen this in the past, and I've seen this with students and with energy teachers as far as going megalomaniac or God complex and um, this mm-hmm. is something that happens when you have an activation um, don't work on your stuff <laughs> and you're on the far far end of the spectrum, and then you end up manifesting this whole like this whole crazy idea of the concept of the world and it's just really abrasive and really. You know, filled with this like presence, which you want to like, you know, that's the opposite side. You kind of want to stay in the balance range of that. You know, I feel so, Ken
0: yeah. has some stuff to say about the God complex. I'm sure that triggered uh, some. Well let's,
2: uh. well, let's not go over right now. But, uh, but, but uh, <laughs> and um, so, um, yeah, that's, I mean, I mean, you're totally, I mean, without saying the man's name, like, you know, you guys come from a certain lineage of energy.
0: Uh, No, I wouldn't say lineage because I don't like that word. Um, But
2: the man particularly talks about the Matrix and whatnot often, and um, you know, and uh, um, um, let's not go there. Sorry, Uh,
1: but um, I I would say I would say that people have been referring to that language um, for quite some time. You know, out of the research I did, once I woke up and was like on the track to find people who were like me. Out there, you know, I found people in the 80s that were talking this lingo and understand these concepts of binary code, the matrix, the AI, you know, these people. So it's kind of something that um, people have gleaned on. And if you do research in ancient cultures and the I Ching and other things, yeah, they they were aware of the coding and aware of these things. So, um, yeah, we're all basically. You know, if you think about it, there's a lot, a lot, I mean, a lot of energy practitioners down here, really, we're all energy practitioners, but there are some of us that are on the other end of the spectrum, meaning that this is kind of our MO, um, and we come into realities (laughs) during, yeah, we come into realities during these certain periods to be part of these kind of changes in these grid platforms, so the platforms of the realities because everything's all stacked, you know. It's like this. We like to we like to play, and we like to come into these games. You know, some people have referred to it as God's game or whatever, but it's literally a a game. Yeah, it's literally a game that we've come in to play in they
2: to really free.
1: help us. Yeah, well, it's helped us actually to be born or come to be birthed or come forth. Because to be birthed, we're coming from the waters, right? So we're connected to the water we're really going back into the water. We're, we're going to emerge from this womb, right? This matrix or this womb, you know, that's what matrix means. So everyone thinks right. that it's just like referring to the movie. No matrix means womb. So we're in a feminine aspect, which is a womb, right? And so in the sun is the masculine aspect, shining the particulate into the, the womb, it creates the code, right? So we're in this perfect I mean, the siminosis, it's so, so, well, it's a perfect, imperfect world. People don't realize that it's actually imperfect. And that's why if you caught caught up into perfection, you'll never reach that because it actually is imperfect. But that's the beauty of the whole thing. And that, you know, we're here to be birthed out of this, that we're not even really, if you think about it, we're not even really big beans yet. We're in here like training on how to work with energy and that's why it's important for us to establish that connection back to harmonic resonance back to energy back to ourselves you know talking about let's get back to the future yeah no let's get back to ourselves because re-remembering accessing our memories our memories are the links people don't realize that that memories are the links to your awakening yourself and as you go deep into yourself And through meditation and through awareness and through experience, you can begin to awaken these memories of past life and future lives and nows and other nows and things that will begin to activate more information and more knowledge. And as you begin to really come online, then you can really tap your uniqueness and then start to manifest literally your dream clients, your dream life, your dream partner, every synchronistic thing, all the abundance everything that you would want in life right. in the now, but a lot of times we get like off track and the off track is totally on purpose. It's all for our development. It's part
0: of the but track we, still.
1: <laughs> yeah, it is part of the track. And we say, oh, we're off track, but we don't realize that we have to go through this deeper work. And sometimes we have to go through these, these kind of roller coaster waves as we're waking up. And as some of us want to take a more extreme way, I am definitely an extreme person. And that's why I had this extreme awakening that caused me to manifest all these interesting characters in the beginning and create all of this disharmony and then allowed me to find myself myself back to harmony through working on myself and realizing I was projecting all of this and that I was actually the issue With these characters and these characters were actually me Mm -hmm. and it was teaching and showing me something and that i as i got their feedback i was able to then go into self and make those adjustments which Uh, then shifted my entire reality
2: ken i definitely am where you were five years ago or whatever yeah i I definitely am where exactly where where you were for sure i mean yeah I, I know there's a reason why I resonated with you so much. I just knew it from the moment I saw you first on YouTube. Just there was something about you, you know, like that that was just so 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 true, so real, so authentic. So yeah.
1: Right, right. Yeah, we're all kind of walking through these these journeys, and um, you know, that's why some of us are connected on these same journeys, because we're learning about these reflection things, you know, and we're learning about that, you know, it's not about needing protection from something or, mm-hmm. that, you know, right. I need to do this or I need to do that or they there, they or they, or they. And it's really about us. And they're the most beautiful patient and to really set us, you know, if anything, thank them for their place in our journey because oh, yeah. they are up. Part, and without running into certain characters early in your journey, you know, this can actually help you springboard even deeper into self and deeper into the deep wisdom of ancestral knowledge right. that instead, right. sometimes if we don't have that in our journey, it wouldn't happen. And then, you know, it gives us the option to sometimes get stuck there for a little while. So it's all right. perfect. And right, so right.
0: I want to share a little story with you, Ken, that I think will resonate. And um, so I came from the same teacher that you had initially a long time ago. And, you know, the same dude where you got blasted against the tree. I'm sure you've heard that story so many times. You don't want to hear about that anymore. But uh, I I I actually I
1: actually actually don't know that story was ever like published. Like, it's funny that you heard that story. I think that story was just
0: talked about in a ridiculous amount of times. I don't know why not
1: actually live actually live on air or just in the student base?
0: Live on air, in person, um, many times. I
1: mean
2: I I yeah. So well
1: well the thing about it is that I mean we could bring up that story a little bit, give a frame of reference. And that was actually a really powerful time for me as Lesson. far as like like what yeah, for what happened because it really was the first step. And finding out about vibrational frequency, right? Matching a frequency, and then something fear happened. And it meant, too, yeah. And, and so, connected to fe- fear. So, uh
0: uh-huh. You should actually. Uh, I want you to elaborate on the story because I think you know you can tell it better than I can. Obviously, um. So, I mean, if you want to, you don't have to. It's up to you, Tom. Well,
1: you know, and I, I don't like the broadcast again because I talked about you know we don't need prote- protection from anything absolutely, but it is a good story to talk about because as we can talk about you know energy vampires going up, which is seems to be a rampant thing in the spiritual community, right? And um, but the thing about it is that when you match a frequency and you're caught up in fear, and you know this individual was definitely running on the fear base that you know government was always around, people were observing. <laughs> Things were happening. And I and I had actually witnessed a similar thing that actually happened. You know, um, people were following me around. Black Hawk helicopters started following me around. And this is all around the same time that I had met this individual, you know, and they even followed me across state lines. Like I was having very paranormal stuff and I really didn't take it as a fear thing. You know, I, you know, and a lot of times I always talk in my videos, like if planes fly over or helicopters fly over, this is a it's vibrational, a yeah. well, it's the system balancing the high vibrational it's rate. Speaking. So when yeah. you're actually connecting mm-hmm. to energy, that's a very paranormal thing. And so the matrix or the AI or the reality, the algorithms, I could just say that just, algorithms yeah. have to mm-hmm. send in a balance. So what it does is that loud noise, that frequency, neutralizes the that frequency. Chatter, it ne- neutralizes yeah. the frequency, right, yep. right. But But certain individuals wanted to create fear and this idea of all this stuff going on and that, you know, there were black magicians out there involved and all of these things. And um, there was this fear story that had brought had come up um, talking about like fear training. And I had connected to that fear training that he was describing. And all of a sudden I was blasted with energy. I was um, hit with energy it threw me maybe like 10 feet up against a tree and I fell to the ground. I ended up hitting my head like on this root, which would have should have like cracked my uh-huh. head open, but it, but it didn't. Um, I was totally, <laughs> yeah, I was totally getting held. I felt like my whole insides were going to boil. Um, like two of the teachers and the main guy, they're all standing around me. They're freaking out about it and talking about the black magicians and all these motorcycles are like leaving the parking lot and every, I can hear all this like commotion and, um i am so tapped in with myself at this moment i like i'm in my body but i'm like out of my body right and the whole time it's telling me like just take this energy and use it harness this energy like gather it up in your stomach and like send it out so i'm like and it's like crazy gurgling bur like waves of like frequency yeah it was like this frequency um, I was able to gather the energy. Next thing I know, I'm standing up in confidence. Like they all like turn and look at me like with this crazy look. And I just shot the energy out into the fire, which we had a huge fire roll in, And it flattened the whole fire down flat. And all wow. the trees blew like 70 mile an hour wind. And I instantly knew it instantly hit me that they could never affect me ever again. And I remember I walked off into the woods, into the dark. I don't know if you ever said any of that stuff in the story, but I walked off into the, oh yeah, I was totally empowered and I walked into the woods, into the dark and they were like, where are you going? And I was like, I'm going to the woods. And I like walked into the darkness and stayed out there for a few minutes connecting with trees. And then I came back and um, I was completely empowered by that. And my activation, when I came home from that (laughs) trip, I, I ended up going into this Asian restaurant with my niece and nephew and had, (laughs) it had this crazy, like I heard everyone's thoughts. It was the first time it had happened for me. I heard everyone's thoughts. I heard the Mandarin women in the corner speaking Mandarin and I could hear it like interpreting in my head. It, my whole body vibrated. I almost passed out at the table and I like, I like had to leave the restaurant and it was, it was crazy. So it totally activated me, and it was the first time I had realized that um, because of the fear within me. And again, at that time, I was vibrating um, energy vampire. You know, I was basically an energy vampire myself, and I was in this environment that was based on conflict, fear, creating um, strife between other people, and I'm better than this, and he's, you know, back and forth between multiple things and so i was like in all that with the school and as a teacher and all this so i was yeah. reflecting that energy and that's why i was bringing those characters into my field so
0: mm-hmm. and i think it's interesting that you actually so they basically turbocharged you when they hit you with the fear and then you transmuted it all of it like a superconductor like you know your heart is a capacitor and just yeah. transmuted it
1: into yeah and that's and that's what i've been tra- yeah, and that's what I've been trying to tell people is that the alchemical ability to like connect within oneself is to be a transmuter. As you go out mm-hmm. into the world, and there's negative energy, you can and learn to transmuted. take that negative, you can, yeah, and turn it into positive energy and transmute Absolutely. it. That's the whole way of the Jedi or the exactly ninja, is that's that true. is that you can that's actually go into an area. Let's say let's say we go into a bar, the three of us. And we decide that we're going to transmute all the fighting energy that happens throughout the night. So any like conflict that starts to go on, we just instantly transmute it. And I have actually, during training, when I was really into training five years ago, I actually did that. I trained on a weekly basis to go into public spaces and transmute the negative energy to act as oh. the Jedi, where I could balance the frequency always, because what that fear taught me that night, was that I had the ability to transmit all energy. And you know. And the funny That's thing crazy. about it is that when I was riding around, that week when I was riding around with him, I remember him turning to me in the car and he said, man, you don't even know who you are. He goes, when you find out who you are, you'll be unstoppable. That's what he said to me in the back of the car. Three days later, I had that thing happen to me. And then I was unstoppable as far as like what I knew. I instantly the fear and that whole perception of like being followed and they're after me and they're watching and the magicians are after all that stuff went away. And I realized that it was all me. It was all the black magician in me. It was all the vampire energy within me. It was all the things from my past lives, from other things that I was vibrating from me from self Wow. So.
2: Um. Can do you do you offer a? You said that you've been kind of on hiatus from teaching and stuff like that. Do you um like uh do you still if, if someone would would if someone's willing to pay you and stuff are you still offering um uh consultation by chance? I, I
1: I am actually now. I I have been completely off. Um. But um. As of two weeks ago, I am now. I've been in the process of building a whole curriculum. I'm working on my website now. Oh, you Um, are? Yeah, there'll be a whole website and curriculum that will be produced. I'm uh, writing a book on aerokinesis that will be out in October. Um, Really?
2: Wow. All this stuff that will be
1: happening this year. So, um, yeah, stay tuned. I will be doing um, a few one-on-ones that will be – at a higher price point, but you'd be able to get into curriculum courses and things for very affordable. Um, Yeah. I'm finally going to get all that stuff done and on there um, because now's the time. Um, And there's always more work to do, but as far as like the energy that's going on, I feel like now's the time for me to like step back into the, more into the light again, as far as like, you know, the media light or being on, platform and uh, making those connections so i'm i'm gonna host one intensive um i have a beautiful piece of property that i um it's a co-op that i bought into um where i'm going to be um doing intensives and teaching um we'll do probably three a summer we're going to do just one this summer and then three every year and then i also have a festival that will be in august um that will have some teachings as well so I am moving forward with that stuff. And yes, if, if people are interested, if people are on the line today, um, that want to reach out to me, they can reach out to me through YouTube or through Facebook. Um, and we can also share my, um, I'm going to have a different, um, there'll be a website, but there'll be a different, um, email. So you could have a certain email, but yeah, I am going to start getting back into that. So, but again, the focus is really, you know, about developing ourselves and connecting to our uniqueness and really getting tapped in and online with how we can really open our hearts and really connect the mind to heart connection and quiet everything down. Because if you don't first start out with meditation and working on yourself, as you get involved with working with energy, and this is whether you're doing, let's say Reiki or any sort of body work, or you're working with telekinesis or PK or any sort of thing, you know, and, and it's important that you work on your stuff. It's important that you look at your reality as a feedback mechanism and you say, Hey, let's, let's see what's going on. Let's, (laughs) let's be aware of actually, you know, taking responsibility. It's all about taking ownership of yourself. And like when you were talking about earlier about like this battle, right between yourself. And that's the thing is that, you've, we've suppressed these things and a lot of it's subconscious and we don't even know until we start diving deep. And wow. I am going to make some videos on shadow work, but there is some good videos out there. Um, I'm trying to think of someone, Teal Swan. People can look up Teal Swan. She's great, and she yeah. has, yeah, she has some shadow work videos. Um, Teal Swan is one of the first people that I watched videos for way back. Like, yeah, <laughs> Like right when I like had my blast, she hopped in my field, and I ended up going on a tour um, that fall with a lady that wrote a book called "21st Century Superhuman," and this basically oh, was a was a yeah it was a book about me. It was a, well about someone like me who had an activation like that, and it was like a six hundred page book she wrote about all like how to do it and all this stuff. So we got hooked up early on, and we traveled out west and went on like a nine week tour and. So I actually did some teaching on shadow work. Now, this is the funny fundamental thing, and this would be – I'm not going to say a warning, but this would be something to listen up to. If you haven't done the work, you're not supposed to be teaching it, okay? Mm -hmm. This is hypocritical, and you can – your teeth can fall out. Seriously. (laughs) And unconsciously – no, I'm serious. And unconsciously on this tour, I taught about shadow work, but had no business – about teaching about deep shadow work because I hadn't done the work myself. I I hadn't done the work. I was merely just, you know, I was teaching telekinesis and aerokinesis on the tour, but then I also got tapped into teaching this reflection stuff, which I really hadn't dived into, right? I just had this activation. My third eye was blown open. I had all these abilities. I could see and talk to energy and animals and all these things, right? But I hadn't done the deep work. So you want to make sure... That if you're going to be verbatim or trying to teach people other things, you got to do the work yourself. You have to go in deeper because you don't want to host that hypocritical energy. This will cause issues for your energy field as well. So remember that this energy thing is a serious thing. And it's not, you know, people think they're just playing around, but this is really tied to yourself. and. It's the nice thing about it is that if you get into it for like the wrong reason or it's going to challenge you and create upheaval in your life and create this whole new expression. So it's a great thing. Excuse me. It's a great thing because no matter what, when you get involved, it's going to make you take a look at your life. You know, and it might get a little rough, you know, if you're not prepared for it, but it's so worth it in the end to actually do the deep dives, to actually work on yourself, to actually realize that you're vibrating and reflecting these things and that you have the ability to activate your uniqueness and you have the ability to connect with yourself and you have the ability to connect with others to make a difference in your own life, which then will change the world. You will never, ever, ever change the system or change any one idea or change anything unless you do the deep work. To yourself,
0: absolutely. And so, you know, the whole reason why I wanted to talk to you about that that story that uh, you experienced when you got your activation and you really became a transmuter is because I've noticed um, people that tended to gravitate gravitate towards that school. What happens is they they're looking for their power externally, and so they see this kind of a teacher and they they see his abilities, they see his connection, and they they want to get that power but they're really looking for their own power their own energy their own supply of consciousness and so people kind of get trapped within that reality you know with the fear and the black magicians and the the negative energies and the choppers all that stuff um, and so you're getting caught in his his web basically his creation and so that happened with me personally as well where you know i was basically following your path and he even brought up your name i kid you not he said you're going down the exact same path as Ken. You're going down the exact same path as, uh, the other M, which I'm not going to say his name. And then the, uh, there was one other guy that I'm sure you're aware of, but, um, I don't know how to say his name without being discreet. So he was telling me that, yes, exactly. <laughs> there we go. We got the telepathy. So, um, yeah. Uh, he was telling me you're going down the same path. And he actually was trying to make me a, like a teacher, but um, not really a teacher, but more of a, a marketer. So I was doing social media marketing with somebody else. And then this whole situation happened where we had to disconnect because our energies no longer were in sync. And so he got very, very, very angry with me when I decided to go my own way and pursue the teaching path, because I said, you know, um, I didn't come to this reality to be a student, like I'm the student of the universe, but I came to share my own innate soul's wisdom that I've carried for however many lives I've had. And so as soon as I shifted that, the energy vampire disappeared from my life, which that was an energy vampire because it was, you know, me not being able to express myself, but it was me almost draining my own energy by not tapping into my own creative flow.
1: So perfect. I love, I love that you say that not to interrupt you, but that's a perfect thing because what happens is that you have, you know, you have source self that is coming down. And then basically when you believe that someone's taking your energy or what happens is, is when you see someone demonstrating these way they're spinning everything, they're creating conflict. They're all about themselves, mm-hmm. right? It's all this stuff. What that does is that causes you to think ideas that cut off your flow, your flow that's coming in through the top of your head. And that is coming from your soul. The spirit is in the body or the container. The soul is transmitting into the body from source. And so that's a spark and then down. So what we do is we get all these blocks in here that cuts us out from yourself. So it's exactly what you said. You were cutting off your own energy and he was just giving feedback to the fact that you had um, um, energy vampire energy. I was an energy vampire, just like the same path. The other character, he was an energy vampire. That's why he connected to me first off. So And we were all vibrating this predatory victim mentality, right, And which is connected right into, like, the battling of good and bad and the connecting of, like, always spinning things and the connecting of, like – Spinning things, yeah. Yeah, yeah. just, like, (laughs) always creating, like, it's them or this or the trauma or, you know, having to be right all the time or always talking over everyone and always – And even though they were teaching not talking over anyone, you could never get anything in edgewise, right, because Mm -hmm. it was coming from that state. So when you begin to realize you're doing the same thing or have those same, right, and because you've activated the energy, now we've manifested this, this uh, you know, kind of like big manifestation of it. It's right in front of us, and it's treating us all this way, and it's making us feel that way, and we're making them feel this way, and so it's this back and forth. And it will stay Reception, like that forever, yeah. forever until, you know what I mean? Because unless someone sees it, it will never get help from it. They'll never, it, it won't ever happen. Like it took me a long time to actually like <laughs> admit that I was an energy vampire that, that through my trauma and to, through my neediness and all the things that I had going on and how I didn't love myself. And I actually didn't have confidence, even though I seemed to be the most confident person on stage and, Everybody would say no. I was reflecting all this, and that caused that to come back to my reality. So mm-hmm. um, it's so important. Hold on a second. I gotta. I'm gonna lose my battery. Okay. <laughs> we 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 drained my phone. <laughs> <laughs> As we're talking about energy vampires. <laughs> I love. It. Well, it's just yeah. It's the energy. Well, yeah. it just makes sense. You know. It's like yeah. It's perfect. That's but very yeah, synchronistic. I mean, yeah. You know. It's um. You know, you gotta, and you can always notice when people like, you know, people will, you know, they will always get, when they get really mad like that, that's when you know, when you, there's like that huge reaction, it's like, okay, something's, something's going on.
0: It's like a tidal wave of energy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: (laughs) Right?
2: So. Um, Yeah. But yeah, I um, mean. Sorry, go ahead. No, go ahead. Uh, so, Ken, so what do you ultimately uh, want to accomplish in your spiritual walk? Um, like, uh, um, Tanuj, correct me if I'm wrong, but you want to, um, uh, like, I-, I forgot how you phrased it, but you said something like you don't want to be in this dimension in sixty or seven years or something like that. Um, like, t- can like <laughs> you have like a specific um, ultimate goal? Like, like, like I-, I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, where do you see yourself? um, in like 60 years or 70 years from now on, or I, I I'm sorry. I
1: don't know how old you are. Um, you I'm, I'm, almost, I'm almost, four, I'm almost 40, but, um, oh, cool. I, wow. I don't, I don't know. I don't know where, years. I don't know where you're referencing. Um, um, where, where I said, I would be in a different dimension where are you were oh, no, talking about me. Oh, you. Okay. Oh, um, I thought it was the reference to me, but, um, no, go ahead. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So like, wh- what do you see yourself, um, like, what What do you want it to ultimately accomplish in your spiritual journey? And what do you, where do you also see yourself ultimately um, being? Like, do you see yourself uh, perhaps, um, uh, for, for for the lack of a better word, sort of become like a, for, for lack of a better word, like a demigod type being or like a avatar type of thing? Those or, are traps. Or, um,
0: those
2: are, those are trash. Tra- uh, tra- no, I, I'm no, yeah. That's how the AI I, keeps you know, as a nice figure. I don't really know a word to replace that, but like, do, do you see yourself like being able to do incredible supernatural um, things and whatnot? Um, or um, do you just want to just be a radiating an unconditional love? Like, what, what do you want to ultimately accomplish? <sighs>
1: oh is this is this for you or me no no
2: no, i i I just want
1: to know what you want to ultimately oh what i think i so so i'm not sure on my journey i'm i'm basically here to pick up aspects of myself create wholeness and balance within myself and then kind of move freely wherever i i want to move in the cosmos um Mm -hmm. you know i i think this journey for me is um some level of um real collapsing back to zero as far as myself, as far as abilities, um, the sky's the limit for the abilities. I mean, there's, there's lots of crazy things going on now in my life. Um, so I'm sure it's just going to get more uh, intense as I connect more to self and especially as the whole grid activates. Um, oh, <laughs> cause I, cause I definitely, I definitely think that there, you know, there is no coincidence on why this happened to me, especially with, who I who knowing like who I am and where I come from now like you know I know where I'll return to I kind of know my origins I'm really where my energy field I know why I come to places like this um you know I basically have free range to do what I want to do at will and you know and I'm really here to enjoy myself I'm basically on vacation so um you know, this is a real good vacation and um I'm going to enjoy it to the fullest. I you know, I it's not to say I'll be here for, you know, in an hundred and fifty years, um, not from now, but maybe in total. But I definitely see myself deep emerged in nature in my later years when I'm about one twenty or one thirty and um, you know, kind of kind of walking that phase where, you know, you were speaking about learning how where we can just manifest things directly into nature, which the ancestors were doing. So I mean, to say that you know you know I, I'll be at like some big level, it's kind of like i you know I don't know, I just know that um if things keep up the way they're doing in the reality, there's really no there's, um, a limit here. there's no there's no limits because we're in this limitless potential and if and if the society really breaks down in the way there's a potential, um it could really go. Huge! It could be amazing, and there—I mean, like, there is no there is no coincidence. The reason why everyone is kind of going through these activations, and I feel like Mm -hmm. in the future there's going to be a lot more people that are going to have my experience and others' experiences with activating, and that's the reason why we've activated earlier and other people around the group have is so that we can give assistance to ourselves. These, these are all aspects of ourselves. And the key is, is we're here to act in service as these assistants to ourselves, to create right. this harmony in this disharmony times. Cause remember, you know, you know, you talked about like, do you see yourself with a certain superpower? I would say I would love to cultivate the superpower of calmness. Mm, like awesome. if anything that I can is say, so, that is like so being wow. calm. Like, Calms a superpower, like being unmovable in the storm, right? So you're as level calm. chaos is going on around you, anxiety is going on around you. Nobody knows what to do. You're perfectly calm and in harmony. It's like wow. today, so and I, I wasn't going to speak on this, but I'm actually going to say it today. I was, I was giggled with joy and abundant pleasure flowing as I walked through the grocery store and happened to go down the toilet paper aisle and got (laughs) to see that that there was no toilet paper. And then I had an energy client of mine. She sent me a picture almost in the same moment of another store with no toilet paper. And then I actually needed toilet paper. And I found there was four rolls left and the moment I grabbed the, my role, five other people ran up and grabbed the rest of them and then wandered off. And I was laughing and so, I was like laughing so hard. And I was like, had this calmness and everyone was like freaking out. And then people started to notice I was calm and then they started talking to me. Then I found myself in the line and I had four different people all talking to me at the same time completely oblivious that any of the other people were talking, because they were in a full panic stage of fear and didn't know what to do. And I was holding the frequency of, of abundance of joy and of calm, relaxed energy. And they were, they were just linked like, Hey, this guy knows what's going on. And I gave them all a couple little, you know, it's okay. And this and that. And calmed all their energy down. And by the time they they were smiling and I was laughing with the teller and, and off (laughs) I went as I transmuted the energy at the dollar general. So you have to remember is that as we develop our energy fields, one of the greatest things is releasing the fear and anger and tapping into the calm or relaxed right? Awareness or relaxed where you're like dialed.
0: Super, in. Yeah. No, just chill. And chill. I think it's so incredible that you are, you know, transmuting the energy, um, everywhere you go. And, you know, I, I do that as well, but I don't do that as consciously as you are probably doing it where you're actually intending like, okay, I'm going to totally re, uh, program this area, which is, you know, I got to start doing that more because that's actually a very useful thing to practice. But, I notice people get almost agitated when you change the energy fields, um, especially if they're a negative, um, like when I at the, when I'm playing basketball, uh, that's a very negative kind of energy because people are competing. They're like fighting with each other for the ball. And so I'm, you know, keeping it calm and like cool. But then the people are like trying to start things. So it's like, you have to really learn how to play like energetic chess. That's what I call it. Um, And with this thing with the virus, you know, what I've noticed is that the Matrix has been hit with these fear energies like every day, like you'll wake up and the energy is like refreshed each day, like a video game. And there's this fear energy that's been overlaid onto the grids. And I honestly think it's like the AI is spitting out bad code, like when the AI, you know, is streaming code, negative program. Are you there,
2: Tanish? Ken, can you
1: still he's, hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. He's gl- he's he's glitching because of what he's talking about. Oh You, you ah, glitched yeah. out, out, out. like full full glitch. So that just you know, yeah. and it really it really comes to so the AI. Like it's really not about the the AI is like it's basically doesn't have no good or bad, and it's just running the code. Uh-huh. It's more yeah. about the consciousness of the beings that are in mm-hmm. this node space and their ability to control all of our feelings and emotions which are directly tied to the projections, right? These are projectors we're projecting from, and everyone's coming from this you know, scary scarcity, right? It's like the scarcity, you have to go buy all the toilet paper and all the stores and all the towns in the whole mm-hmm. country, right? That's, that's scarcity, <laughs> that's terror, right? That's terror of something because of like this buildup, and you remember everything is based off this fear and conflict, judgment, and because of the year that we're in, because of what I just talked about between the 9th of this month and the 22nd of this month, which is no coincidence that all this is now peaking right now, so it's all distraction, they want you distracted, they don't want you barefoot in nature, making your connection to nature, creating a space where nature feeds so you can activate creating harmony where you can build a little altar in a space where you go out there every day and make your connection to nature like they don't want you doing that they want you in fear they want you talking about all your other you know you go to work you can't get away from it it's everything people will talk about right you guys got or oh, you got headphones on right so headphones are great to use especially during these kind of things like Go out in public, just throw those headphones on. Remember, it's about guarding your holes, right? These are the accesses into the container. So being mindful of the music you're listening to. The television, man, this is tell lies to your vision, okay? You have to look at the words. Tell lies to your vision. Television, like they've got this so perfectly set up to manipulate our energy our energy Mm -hmm. is everything we all have this and so every day they got to get us back into this fear because we have the ability right now especially we're in a totally new decade this totally new system the stars are doing stuff you can feel the energy almost increase every day the luminary bodies are getting brighter i don't know if people are aware of that but i have I have been very closely tied into the sun, moon and the stars for the last six years solid. And I have watched, it was about five years ago, there went through a bright wave. And now two years ago, there was another one. And then we just hit another one. And I'm telling you what, the illuminaries are brighter. Everything is starting to activate. And they, they got to keep you in that fear. Remember what was the first things I said, fear and anger you cannot operate energy to your fullest extent. If You Absolutely. you can still connect to energy. That's just like these characters that have been connected in it, and they're in there, and they're still working with energy, right? Yeah, but you're mm-hmm. not going to be able to actually connect to energy the way you're supposed to and actually have that connection with nature that's a true connection from heart because even if you think you are and you're, you're you know, um, vibrating those harmonic frequencies, that is going to take you you know, kind of out of that range. And so I always really advise people to like, shut your TVs off, stay away from the news. You know, you can stay informed, but stay neutral. And if you can't, and if you can't like get out of it, then just stay out of it and really learn to, because as the energies increase, your anxiety is going to get worse. All of these things you haven't worked on are going to get worse, okay? Because the energy is amplifying. This is why- you must learn to meditate. This is why you must learn to quiet your mind. And if you have problems with this, just tone. Oh um, or buzz. Zzz. Any of this is going to help disrupt the monkey mind, help disrupt the dweller, the worm, whatever you want to call it. This is the That's thing the AI inside. Speaking your mind. To you. <laughs> yeah, well, it's the thing that thinks it's you. You think it's mm. you, but it's not you. It's it ain't you. you. Your still small voice down in your intuition, in your gut, okay, yeah. down in there, and it's speaking to you. Women, it's your womb, your womb space. So learning how to comfort your womb space and nurture your womb space, that will help you curate your intuition, grow it greater, and tap into that voice in the knowing. And as men, we're more through our heart space and our gut, but we have to learn how to activate our divine feminine as we activate as masculine energy, which is going to be Coming forth a lot more on my teachings, I'm going to be focusing on males and what we can do to activate our energy and become in harmonic balance so that we can support feminine energy. This is all about supporting our feminine sisters and how we can gain back the, the reset, the balance, man. We're in parasitic masculine energy and we've got to swing that pendulum across over to the divine feminine energy. And it's important as masculine energies, that we activate this, so that we can be true masculines and create a foundation of support for our feminine sisters. Yeah, wow. absolutely.
2: Yeah, like I, I, I obviously picked up the originally from your guys's teacher, and then you know, and then I started seeing you know you do it, Ken, and, and Tanuj do it. So that's why I started doing the when I do the oh, kinesis, but <laughs> but yeah, but um,
1: it's yeah, buzzing is really good activating the field yeah and it's yeah. key to direct
0: it to your gland so your pineal gland you want to like right, aim right, it there right, right. So That's- i i
1: learned i learned that buzzing technique um actually before i got involved in any of those schools when i first woke up i remember i told you i connected to teal swan she was the first person a youtube person that i had connected with and i watched a few of her videos and her video on pineal activation has an exercise of buzzing like that where you uh, you hold the roof of your mouth to the top of your tongue and you focus mm-hmm. the vibration about right there about the center of your forehead or the top of your nose and you do this 14 times a day for 14 days okay and this will activate your pineal gland and that's where I had originally heard of the buzzing now then when I ran into um, the school characters and started teaching with them you know, they were doing those same kind of techniques. And remember, we all have the same information that are coming in. Teal Swan downloaded it just as well as I downloaded energy, just as well as the M's downloaded it. It all mm-hmm. comes in through Conscious Stream. It's up there in the streams, and people can just pick up on it. And it what, mm-hmm. what buzzing – and people always complain in my videos like, shut up. Why are you buzzing? <laughs> what are you toning? You're breathing too hard. I'm, I'm breathing loud to show you you need to breathe. I'm buzzing to show you that that will, you know, vibrate the molecules, um, you know, and that's definitely something that that Mr. G talked about was vibrating the molecules, which is a true thing, and that also it's harmonizing with the system or with the sentient energy because remember, because it is you when you, when you use your voice, it creates harmony, which connects you quicker to heart. So these are why... Right. I use these techniques. Others have used these techniques. And these techniques are kind of widely known. Now, certain teachers will claim them as their techniques. And that's always a good way to realize that someone's in that certain frequency that we were talking about. That and vapor, that you would yeah. find your, yourself in that same frequency if you're harmonized with them. You're an energy vampire too. And, you know, because that's people that deal in absolutes, anyone that deals in absolutes, you know – you know it's that's just a not... narrow,
0: fixed point of perspective right, of reality, right. and they'll discredit your own and make you submit to theirs, which is right. That right. You're I, giving prophets,
1: always I, being
2: right, right. Mm-hmm. You know, When I was doing the zzz, you know, because I was like, that's obviously Mr. G's techniques. So I was like, okay, I might
0: <laughs> because there's been monks that have been doing vibrational buzzing for you know thousands of years. Our ancestors used to beat their chests and you know vibrate like. There's no way that this dude invented buzzing, and no, I just want to get no, your no. opinion, Ken, on no. on his energy signature. So, what, what is your opinion on him, um, just in general?
1: On him, in my general opinion, I don't really yeah. have an opinion when it, I don't really don't have an opinion when it comes to him. I mean, he is definitely reflecting the same energy field that I was reflecting, um, which is why it brought me in harmony with him. Um, you know, I had. I had spoken videos about um, Luciferian aliens and those kind of things. And that's all related to his trainers and things that he had said, talking about the entities Mm -hmm. that trained him um, how to do this, which there was a whole story about that a ship had came down in a site and he had reached this trans, uh, basically a transmission from these entities. They had visited him in his house. Um, His girlfriend had, he had levitated. There was like these, whatever you might call real paranormal things he was working with a lot of dark energy clearing houses from entities there was lots of stuff going on um but you know i didn't really do a big read on his energy field when i was around him because i was kind of caught up into what i was doing as far as like teaching at the school and running pr and also everything that was happening to me in my activation um so i'm kind of neutral when it comes to that and you know the the thing is, is that it's just a certain frequency and certain people will activate to it. I really think that um, I had gotten kind of like some information on it related to like the type of men who would come into that field. It's kind of like a transition, right? So like people that are like super negative, kind of like introduce they come into his field and he kind of teaches them like training and kind of like self-discipline right. and, you know, picking up trash and selfless acts of kindness and kind of like, you know, looking out for other people instead of being so into themselves. And I think it's like, he's acting as like a bridge gap between like really negative people that are caught into this real negative site into like bridging a gap into wholeness. Mm -hmm. So the thing about it is that he's playing a part, just like we're all playing playing a part and that, You know, it's very valuable, the part that he's playing in the reality for as far as what he's connected to, like without connecting to him, I might have not ever known that I was an energy vampire and would have blown up on the scene and become famous and been doing this energy thing, had a mystery school and my online school. Right. And built this all like four years ago. But how out of balance would I be right now? Like, I else, yeah. right. And like, and you know, I still got a ways to go. I'm still working on this shit. Like I'm not, you know what I mean? I gave, I gave up two years and I, you know, and I was making currency for like, I was getting paid well for out for talking for one hour. I was making what people make in a whole week. Mm-hmm. So again, like. You have to take a step back, and it's the more energy you gather, the more it's going to be harder to take a look at yourself, especially if you're blinded by this energy vampire stuff. Like admitting to yourself that you you are an energy vampire is the hardest thing I ever had to do. Right, and I and I cried about it. It broke me to actually realize that I was the thing that I was fighting against. And that it was actually reflecting, reflecting more in my personal relationships than my, than my um, teacher relationships. Even though I was reflecting that in my, a little bit in my teacher stuff, it was more with the women I was with. So relationships with women, especially, okay. It was coming up. Any woman I would be with, things would come up and things would happen. And it was like. I had to have a wake up call with a partner I had had for three years. that was with me through a bunch of this and it got deep and it was like another wake up call, even though I hadn't knew knew about it. I kind of pushed it away right for a few more years and didn't really want to didn't really want to look at it until like, you know, someone told me I was an energy vampire. And then I was like, Oh shit, man. I, I remember that I kind of tapped in that I was, but I wasn't ready to look at that and I wasn't really actually to say, hey, I was reflecting. That's why those people showed up. That's why those um, individuals were in my life because they were showing me what I was. And then I had to really dive deep and be alone and understand that I can't have another relationship with a woman until I focus on what I'm doing. I can't have another relationship with a student until I find out what's going on. I can't have another relationship with a, with a teaching or a school or whatever it might be until I really dive deep and figuring out why I'm reflecting this. What is my trauma? Why do I feel this way about myself? Why do I not truly love myself? And, and why I'm confessing to be all loving and I'm saying, oh, I'm coming from heart and I can do all this and this and this and this. Which is true in a sense, but it was false in the fact that I wasn't really being my authentic self. Because the really the way to like, I mean, if you want to, okay, like a few quick things. If you want to like you steer clear of energy my prior, like connect to your uniqueness. Mm-hmm. Stay autonomous, right? So that's autonomous. like be autonomous in your relationships and don't need or... Or, you know, have to get anything from anyone, be sovereign, be autonomous. The third thing is to learn how to, like, fill yourself up, fill your own cup up, be able to, like, love yourself and, like, actually fill yourself up with yourself. You know what I mean? I mean, these are really, really important things to do. Um, And this will help, like, if you start doing those simple things, you will start changing the vibration. Just those three things, you know, that's a first step. And there's deeper deeper avenues to go to this. But um, you have to remember that all of these people, you need to be in gratitude for these people that you've been blaming in your life for your situation. Mm-hmm. And the fact that, you know, these characters that, oh, this guy, he just vamped on me and created and he's creating this illness and he screwed up this and it's him and da, da, da. And he's dark energy. No, that's that's you, man. <laughs> that's You're you. That a, dude, Yeah. That dude just showed up because you needed the physical representation of that for you to be able to get some sort of knowledge. And just like me, if I wasn't able to get that connection and learn that lesson, where would I be today? I would be in a totally different state of being and perception. And who knows how long it would have taken me and who knows how long I would have messed up other relationships right and female partnerships, and how long I would have even have missed the window for the partner who's supposed to be in my life, the partner who's supposed to come in to really balance right that they're balanced and I'm balanced and now we can have this this beautiful relationship and it's not bad. Right, because you begin to attract women in your life or spouses or partners or men, if you're a woman, who are narcissists, who are energy vampires mm-hmm. themselves, who play the victim role to the ninth degree, right? Yeah. And then you create this whole back and forth and you're spinning things and she's spinning things and he's spinning things and you're being the victim and he's gaslighting me and he's a vampire. And I, it's this whole thing and it can go on forever until we really decide to take ownership of our own energy and decide to take ownership of what we're actually doing in the reality and decide to say enough's enough and forgive yourself and say, Hey, I'm going to move out of judgment and I'm really going to allow this to hit home for me. And I'm going to, I'm going to go into the emotion, man. I'm going to sob. I'm going to cry. I'm going to let this anger out. I'm going to release. I'm going to scream in the water. I'm going to do all of these things to start finding out, Hey, what are these trapped emotions? You know, we talk in the past about emotions are signals, right? Mm-hmm. This is something that people have talked about. Mm-hmm. Other people have talked about. It's a real thing. Emotions are signals for you to recognize the triggers in your life so that you can do the deep dives to find out what you're reflecting. And so remember,
2: obviously, this is like, this is everything you're saying is like hitting me so hard. Just like left hook, right hook, uppercut. <laughs> hook. Seriously, it's, like, it's, like, it's no coincidence that you have the same name as me, man. Like, the whole, like, I am an energy vampire thing is literally just, like, as you were speaking to me, it's, like, literally, like, just, like, yeah, I feel like, it's, like, it's seriously hitting me so hard right now. Like, I, fuck. Like,
0: well, see, it's interesting you well, say that, Ken, because no, remember, um,
2: it's, like, it's, yeah, it's no coincidence for sure, man. It's, like, it's, like, oh, you talk about relationships and fuck like man it's just i'm i'm kind of getting emotional right now as you're telling me all this it's okay okay. let it let it flow
1: let it flow the emotion is good like let it flow this is what people need to see because they are a lot of people and especially a lot of people in this field are experiencing this and even people that aren't experiencing this can't understand why relationships aren't working why they can't access abundance or money why all of these things have fallen apart in their life. And it's because that it is the unraveling that allows us to really take a deeper look at what's going on. And it's, it's tough. And it's, it's important to lean in. I would tell people mm-hmm. lean into what you're feeling, lean into these emotions and allow yourself to ask the questions. What's so bad, you know, you know, I'm crying. What, what's so bad about this and, and see where that goes. That's a first step of shadow work is saying like, you know, what, you know, if, you know, like, what's the baddest thing that can happen? You start, oh, this, you oh, know, people might not like me, you know, and what's the matter? What's, you know, what if people don't what's like you? Well, then, like well, then,
2: I, well, then I don't
1: <laughs> like myself. what happens if you don't like yourself? Well, then, I'm not loved. And then, so what if you're not loved? Well, then, you're alone. And so, what if you're alone? Then, I'm nothing. And so, if you're nothing, <laughs> Right, so this is like how you dive dive deep into shadow work. That's just like a quick little taste, but and you can create you know little diagrams of this, and you can kind of dissect and find out what's exactly going on. But it's totally important, and we're totally here. And we're totally here to support you, Ken, and love you, brother. you know this is this is really good to release these these emotions and to release these feelings because. They are these trapped energies that have been reflecting, and so you know, we really want to send Ken our support in being vulnerable right now because it is very difficult to connect to your vulnerability. And this is true intimacy is learning, you know, because intimacy is into me, I see it's like it's you're seeing into yourself and seeing into each other, and um, it's important as men as we learn to be connected to our emotions wow. and to learn to allow these things to flow so the energy doesn't get trapped so yeah, yeah you know like it's, every, just, it's good
2: every, every it's thing, healing so every yeah. thing, man is like hitting me hard about relationships and energy vampires and realizing like wow i was one and all this kind of stuff like it's hitting me so hard right now man you have no idea
1: Right, right. You're going through what I went through. It was like, it's, it's very deep. It's, these are deep-seated things. These are things that we need to heal from because when we can create and start to transmute this in our own life, it opens up all of these avenues in our own life so that we can start really connecting to ourselves. And then when we really begin to love ourselves and fully support ourselves and show up for us. Not show up for other people, not please other people and get comfortable with safe and consent boundaries, right? And so the first step is learning about no and learning about just saying no to people and learning that that's a first step to taking your power back too. Even as you're reflecting energy vampire, just like I, energy vampire, but being always saying yes and always trying to please and all of this stuff, this comes back. And remember is creating safe boundaries and creating the no's and the yeses and really being here and present with yourself, showing up for you is so important. So thank you and, you know, sending you love. Thank you for showing up for you, man. Thank you for showing up for you. And this means, you know, I love you. So just, you know, show up for you and know that you're right on time and, Everything is divine appointment.
2: Yeah, 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 man. Just, like, it's crazy just how profound this was, man. Like, you have no idea. And it was the right thing you needed to hear. Yeah, like, seriously, man, like, I, you have no idea. This, like, Ken Chorley was literally speaking to me. Yeah. For sure. Like, yeah.
1: I I think we were all getting spoke to. I would like to say that these these transmissions are, you know, coming from the all or self, and all is self. So it's all of us, mm-hmm. and you know, all us, yeah. you know, and we're and we're just like beautiful reflections. All of us on the line today. Everyone that will tune in, um, you know, if you're just seeing this video now and this speaks to you, and you feel like you know this is something that has called out to you, and you feel connected with this journey. You know, make sure that you take the steps to start tapping into yourself today and take the steps to start walking with nature hand in hand and start finding out your uniqueness and start diving into the shadow sides of yourself and doing this deep dive and unraveling the onion that's you to find your core spark that's been covered in all this trauma. Yeah, yeah.
0: And so a lot of it has to do with, you know, the inner child healing, which it's like how you were treated as a child. And so when you connect back to when you meditate on your childhood self, you see like how angry your childhood self, like my childhood self held a lot of anger, uh, a lot of just negativity and just like, almost like it was just beaten. Like just, you know, when you see a kid, it's just been beaten. That's how I was uh, feeling. And so, when you connect to that, those emotions come up and they come strong because that's like years of trauma that you've been holding on to. But then when you let go of it, it's like, you're a whole new person and you feel that part of your being come into you. And it's like, you're, you're back. It's like a part of you is back. And there's a lot of pieces that you have to, it's called soul fragmentation and bringing right. that soul healing together. It's a lot, it's a process and it's very um, emotional. And I've definitely been in, in places way more tears, you know, Um, and there's still more work to be done, but, um, it's just an amazing journey and it's, it's great to get your soul back. It feels
1: amazing. It's, it's, it's great and refreshing to hear you talk about that because a lot of people aren't connected with that. And it's, you know, inner child work, you know, you dive into the shadow, you find these aspects and then inner child work, you can really find, and you can deep inner child work is where you go as the observer and you Mm -hmm. actually make a change to what happens And you can actually change the memory in the past. And then that transcends time into the now. So shadow works the first level and then you can actually change it. But like, I'm telling you, man, I grew up Christian, like beaten, spanked, ADHD. So, and I had ended up realizing that a lot of my deep trauma was that in, in my, my energy vampire stuff went back to like, I didn't want to be alone. Right. Mm -hmm. And that my Love energy. So there's a book called the five love languages, and this is a good book to read heard about it. Yeah. And, and one of my, one of my primary love languages is touch. So as a child whose love language is touch to be spanked and beaten all the time and to be told I wasn't good enough. And there's something wrong with this kid and you need to take him to the doctor. And why can't you just shut up? And why can't you just stop it? And why can't you be normal? Right. And so what the subconscious does is it says, oh, this behavior is going to get me killed. I need to suppress this. And when Mm -hmm. I went into that deep work, I had no idea. I saw myself getting spanked as a five year old child. And then my mother, like she would always hug me because it was like you had to hug them after you spanked them. Right. Lord, the Lord loves you, Jesus. You know, we love you. And then it was to my room to be alone. So. I was then beaten. So my love language is just getting beaten. And then I was forced to be alone. And this was horrendous trauma that came up. Like I shook from it. I cried for two days straight. I couldn't work. I couldn't, I fully had to embody it. And it was incredible. But when the release fully happened, it was this empty release that felt so wonderful. It felt like I had like like... Like, I was carrying around like a whole pack full of boulders, and then I had finally like took the boulders off, and I was like, Wow, why was I carrying? This around? <laughs> why was I carrying- yeah. And I had no idea that that was a lot of my trauma was caught in the childhood. But, and that's why diving deep into the meditation and doing these shadow work meditations on using the emotional, like the trigger that Ken's having, right? The emotional trigger, and then going deep into that emotional and chasing it down into yourself yes. to say, yeah. where is it leading? And that was like me saying, like, you know, what's what's so bad of this? What's so bad of mm-hmm. that? And then you can find out, oh, it's being alone. Okay, well, let's, let's meditate on what it feels like to be alone. What's aloneness? And then you'll find yourself or to be shamed or to be judged or to be whatever it might be and allow yourself to find into that trauma, and you'll be surprised that – and, and don't, don't judge what you see, okay? That would be my another advice is that this stuff can come from, like, current life, but it can also come from other things coming in the timeline stream, future and mm-hmm. present. So remember, because everything's happening in the now moment, and as the toroidal field is cla- collapsing back to zero point, and we're picking up all our soul fragments from all the lives and porting them all into the now, you'll be surprised what might come through. I had an experience about two and a half months ago with an energy practitioner that I was dating where I had like, we were doing a session and I had like 130 lives come through like, and she was trying to record it. And I was just like, and it was all this wild polarization traumas. Like I'm very extreme. And I like to go like negative, positive, negative, positive, negative, positive, like, like work in the stream as I come into balance. And so there was all these traumas that I had, come up and process as well. So don't judge what you see and just allow it to come up and then to dive into that and then allow the emotions to come up and allow yourself to cry and lean into that. So,
0: and so one of the things that happens to me a lot when I'm releasing a trauma or a blockage or something, um, my body will start to move just in a such a strange way. Like sometimes if I'll feel a blockage around my shoulder or my neck, I'll just be like, like forcing it out. And the energy is like literally like being forced out, but my body will do all these twists and turns until the energy gets out. It's almost looks like you're being possessed, but it's like your soul is repossessing yourself. Um, it's a crazy experience and it, it, it really does feel good though. So it's like almost stretching like helps you. Like when you sometimes when I stretch or do yoga, I'll feel a blockage and then I can like pinpoint that blockage and kind of delve into what that blockage is, um, but sometimes it's you know it's hard to release it because it's such a deep-seated emotion. And somebody a long time ago asked in the comment section, "What do you think about psychedelics and ayahuasca and stuff like that?" And I'll give my perspective. Um, you know, LSD has helped me show me and release a lot of the resentment and anger that I was feeling towards this one person that we cut ties with after the situation. Um, You know, all that negative energy was like building in my field. And no matter how much I was meditating, it wasn't, it wasn't going away. It was like a parasite had attached to me and I was so angry and it was, you know, it, it was months were going by. I was still angry and still upset because I felt like my soul had been stepped on by this person, which was, you know, myself had stepped on my own soul by not honoring my truth. So, My answer is that, you know, these substances can show you because they're like an external t-shirt, but not really external. Um, They can show you your higher self will then like show you clearly without the ego, the ego totally turns off and it gets that thing out of you um, or that energy out of you. And you can just make peace. And I made peace with them. I truly made peace with them where I was like, you know what? I see their mission. I see what they're doing. They're on their path and I'm on my path. And, obviously we're not supposed to be together because we have different missions. And so the universe is creating the separation so we can both affect different groups of people all for the same benefit of the collective, because we're both actually evolving people's souls. So there's no, you know, if I was stuck there, then my potential would be limited and I wouldn't be able to evolve as many people as uh, you know, I could by myself. So it was like a total recall and understanding of how the universe plays things out but i want to get your guys's opinions on psychedelics yeah and what keep to keep, think about keep
1: it. going i gotta grab a phone call real quick just keep going okay okay sure sure so um yeah,
2: yeah. I, tried, I didn't i didn't mean to cry like during the live stream but really i just yeah everything ken was saying like i said just hit me so fucking hard and like it was just just crushed me man like yeah
0: it's it's all good my friends we're here for you and i really appreciate your authenticity and i know that you know everyone watching is really feeling the energy tonight and i I promised you guys it would be an amazing conversation i said that multiple times because i could foresee the energy was going to be incredible um between the three of us and everyone listening and you know i wanted to say the energy vampire thing i'm sure you know what what i'm talking about when i say this but that was being reflected to you with someone that you were with for a while, but now you're you're starting to realize what I'm what I'm talking about, and you know, that's why that person was there in your life. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's okay. It's all oh, yeah. good. It's good that you're realizing it now and you're being able to cleanse it because that's going to help you in your future and to really become um, vulnerable like that. That was amazing, and I really honor you, my friends. So
2: yeah yeah, for sure well
0: yeah we're uh, having a really great conversation here yeah but
2: as far as psychedelics go i mean like i i need to get better at it uh that's my that's my answer ken probably will have will have a different answer but <laughs> yeah i i trip out really easy so
0: <laughs> okay so we want to know what your thoughts are on uh psychedelics and using plant medicines basically because I don't believe in recreational use. I believe in, you know, use for growth and spirituality and consciousness evolution.
1: Um, yeah, I would I would agree. I would agree with that. I don't recommend anyone do ayahuasca unless they're dying. Um, I personally sent uh, somebody that was coming to this was like six years ago, coming to our workshops with me and Carrie and she had um, uh, breast cancer stage three, I believe. And she was going all over the country trying to get healed. And uh, we sent her to our shamans in Peru, the real deal, two weeks in the jungle. And she came back totally healed from cancer. Um, So, but I only recommend you do that um, if you're dying or you have, and you want to meet with grandmother. um, Marijuana is like another form of grandmother. um, And it's an intentional plant. It is a psychoactive plant. Um, It doesn't like to be used like smoking like cigarettes. Um, it does like to have intention. Um, mushrooms are the same way. They're very much guides and teachers. Um, mm-hmm. They will show you everything about your shadow. Um, anything that you suppressed or want to come up like that will come out in a trip, especially if you eat enough. I, um, a couple summers ago, I did a heroic dose. I did like four wow. and a half, four and a half grams and um, got to see the whole fractal. And it was quite amazing and talked to a bunch of owls and, It was, uh, it was very, very cool. Um, Very, very much a deep, a deep dive. Um, As far as DMT, um, that's something I wouldn't do too much. You only need one experience with that. And that's about all you need. Um, (laughs) If you do that, if you do that too much, you can blow what's called your back door. So you have a front door, which is through meditation and your back door, which is through psychoactives. Um, If you do too many psychoactives, what it does is it opens up your back door so that you have no filter left. So things can just like Start flowing in, um, and this can kind of cause you to like have like a a break. Um, I had someone that I've been counseling for multiple years who smoked DMT every day for probably a year, and well, um, they, yeah they they had um they had a pretty um they're barely back now um after after four and a half years they're you know he's functional and can work and get around and stuff but um um so yeah it's, I I would say only for an experience. I had a student that um, was really wanting to have an experience. And so I had asked him, um, he had never smoked marijuana before. Yeah, the machine. And I said, if, if you wanna smoke uh, marijuana, um, this would give you an activation point with intention. So um, spoke to the plant, sent intention, gave him the marijuana. He did a meditation by himself and smoked in his home. And like had an unbelievable experience Um, Mm. because for one, he had never smoked. He used the plant medicine with intention and then got an experience. So I would say with psychoactive drugs, especially mushrooms, LSD, DMT, ayahuasca, peyote. Well, we'll leave ayahuasca out of it because I'm saying not do that. Um, So with those four, make sure you're um, speaking intention um, with them. And if you do mushrooms, you can mix mushrooms and marijuana together, um, and they really work well with each other. Those two energies um, seem to go hand in hand um, with the work. But I would say for the most part, you know, I had a very, very extreme experience, and it was completely sober-based. The only thing I was doing the entire time I was meditating before I woke up was I was drinking beer. And I was probably drinking two to three beers a day. And people think that's very odd that I was drinking beer and I had like I fully activated (laughs) drinking beer. And um, and the funny thing about it is that I um, and I was smoking a little pot at the time, but I always made sure that I was never, ever high when I meditated. Now, this is something I would very much stress if you are a pot smoker out there and you're looking to meditate, don't smoke weed before you meditate. And the reason why is because just like I told the story about my student who smoked and hadn't smoked and had like an experience, marijuana will start to give you an easier way to tap. It will allow you to tap in quicker. And what this will cause is a crutch. So Mm. as an energy practitioner, you never want to have anything that will get into the way of you and your connection. This is your crystals. This is your oils. This is your marijuana. This is your... Whatever, your special necklace, your ring you got to wear. If you have something that that you rely on to give you some sort of energy when you're trying to tap into the states of self or dive deep into self and meditate, then that becomes a crutch. So never use marijuana when you're going to meditate. But when I had my activation, it's funny, I stopped drinking, I cleared out the entire refrigerator like of food, I... um. I wasn't smoking cigarettes, but I started smoking cigarettes like crazy. (laughs) Mm. So, and that was basically the reason I was smoking tobacco was to ground the energy. That's what right. That's what I was going to Um, say because it was so it was so intense. I had to have, but I stopped smoking pot. Like I was like, no pot, no booze, and like now I'm now I'm chain smoking cigarettes, and I'm traveling around trying to find other people who are like tapped in. So, you know, be easy on yourself because you never know what might happen in your journey. But definitely make sure you're done not using psychoactives as a crutch to activate yes, higher state absolutely. consciousness.
0: And that's what I, you know, I really try to teach people. Like you have a pineal gland for a reason. It, it secretes natural dimethyltryptamine as well as your lungs, your liver, your eyes, your whole body produces it. You just got to tap into it. Um, with the marijuana, I used to use that a lot. And I would practice for like four to eight hours straight and just, you know, hit my dad pen. And this was last year in college. So I'd be practicing literally the whole day when I was not in class. Um, and it would give me so many downloads, but the thing that I would notice is my energy started to get murky, like almost cloudy and not as clear. So I was, I was in a haze. Um, even though I was like buzzing, like crazy, um, it's, it just makes you a little bit slow. And so I still do smoke a little bit now and then, but, um, personally when i'm practicing energy i like to be clean with my mind so not even like like a psychedelic because a psychedelic it'll open you up too much where
1: yeah
0: you're seeing the beings behind you looking at you and studying you and when you're practicing <laughs> with the energy they're almost looking at you like you're this curious monkey that's figured out how to work with the veil and right, right. uh i always get the impression like that's all you can do human like really that's it that's all you got um so yeah. i think it's the best <laughs> to do it sober um but, you know, you can use those things as activation points, and then they're, they're keys. They're unlocks for a temporary amount of time, um, and they'll give you downloads. Like, I learned how to work with code after I took LSD once, and they showed me how to work with the code. And then after that, the download stuck, and then I figured it out sober. And then, you know, I told this that one dude, and he got pissed at me for some reason for learning how to work with code because he thought that was um, – <laughs> A little too
1: premature. (laughs) Well, yeah, yeah. I mean, people that, yeah. People, well, it's just about control. We'll just say that. So it's like, it's just about, but remember, we all have this information within us. And I want to go back to something that you were saying about releasing trauma, which just Hmm. came up in my consciousness. So shaking is good to release trauma. Also working with the breath. So the breath is the activation to release DMT, to get all this stuff going. So um, doing what was called open mouth breathing or conscious breathing. And this is where you take in more air than you release, right? Mm -hmm. So you can lay on your back and you can start to do this breath for maybe two or three minutes. And you'll notice that this energy will begin to move around your um, root area and start to move up. and. You'll notice that through the breath and through like actually letting the shake happen or shaking, even you can stand and do this breath and kind of like uh, rah, 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 like shake it out. It mm-hmm. helps release these block traumas, too. So I just wanted to give a little um, a little insight for people that, you know, work with the breath. And when we talk about energy and connecting to elemental energy, it's always we come oh, back to the breath. It's the it's the breath. Yeah. Always come back to the breath. it's always the breath. It's yeah. so important.
0: You can, you can inflate and deflate whole systems with just breathing. Like you can make all the system activate just by exhaling really hard and knowing how to pump the energy like a bicycle pump. And then you can absorb all that back just by breathing in. So it's like – because you're just flowing with the energy. It's like water basically. So Yeah, um,
1: yeah we're, in, we're in water. <laughs> we're
0: in electromagnetic plasma water. And that's why yes. I think it's so funny when people – they ask – me and they'll ask other energy practitioners like what's your most powerful ability or how much power can you do i'm like that's not you're not understanding the concept this is this is waves you're swimming in energy and you're just a fish you're learning how to swim and you're learning how to become really agile in your environment so nothing to do with you know how much power you can push out and when you get good at aerokinesis you get bored with aerokinesis that's that's the way I feel. At least, like, well, I, I
1: you know, tell I'm, I tell students like, like, okay, everyone wants to work on making the wind strong. Like we're blowing things down with the wind. You have to work just as much as with getting the wind strong. Is that calming the wind? Yes. Okay? Yes. Like when I when I went out west, like you know, in southern Colorado, it's just windy all the time, right? Mm-hmm. I'm teaching a workshop out of there. Everyone in the workshop wants to learn how to calm the wind. No one wanted to learn how to, like, blow it windy. They're like, well, can you calm the wind? So, like, I've always practiced both. It's always good to balance. It's just like calming the waves when you're working with water. Like, you know, I I was able to manifest waves on a flat lake, and everybody was like, whoa, you know. But it's like you got to be able to calm that energy, too. It's not about just amplification because – as the energies amplify, we're going to want to know how to calm it too and create yeah. harmony. So, but um, yeah, really good stuff, man.
0: Yeah. It's it's so true because um, you know, as as you just said, as the storm systems start kicking up, which the weather is just getting more and more turbulent uh as we go on, and so it's we're gonna find a lot of very intense storms, and it's like you gotta learn how to kill the storm or at least cause a storm to die down. So it doesn't destroy your house or destroy, you know, your property. And if you're in tune with nature, nature is going to see you. It's going to recognize your signature and then it's going to help you. Even if you can't do it fully, it'll, it'll turn itself off. I've witnessed that myself. Right.
1: Um, Right. And this is why it's important to connect with energy. This is why we're having this conversation right now, especially where these energies just got amplified. Like the big energies are coming in. Like it's serious. Like it is time. The big waves are coming. <laughs> the big waves are coming in and that yeah. and that you want to be – you got to remember is that this – the earth is sentient and the grid is sentient, man. And we've been so unplugged and it really – if we don't plug back in, those people are going to – you're going to be cast away. Like there, when all this stuff comes through, it's not going to care because you're not connected and mm-hmm. you need to connect so that way, yeah – when that storm comes through or that tornado comes through, it literally just goes you're the only house standing and everything else, or if you know how to harmonize with the energy, you can save your whole neighborhood or your whole city. you can create harmony yeah. Um, yeah. especially when all the tidal waves come like the tidal waves are coming man I've, I had tidal wave dreams for three years straight, yeah. and then they all ended two years ago, and that's when i that's when I know we're getting close and I mean, there was all sorts of dreams on going out there with energy practitioners, like stopping the waves, like, like all that kind of calming stuff. Like there's something that's going to happen. And this is why we've been preparing for connecting with energy, because Absolutely. energy, the energy on the grid is going to change as all this energy redistributes itself. You know what I mean?
0: And it's it's almost like the grid is giving us time. Like the system is giving us time basically to train and saying, like, look. Those of you that are here, those of you that want to connect, I'm giving you time to learn how to connect. But then I can make it like this. And as soon as it's like this, you know, it's apocalyptic level energy. And it's like, that's when your training is really put to the test. All our hours that we spent outside. Okay, let's see what you can do. Can you calm down the the forest fires that are blazing and, you know, ready to burn your whole neighborhood down? Or are you going to be perished? So... It's going to be interesting to see how um, this plays out. And I've I've had a lot of uh, tsunami dreams as well where I was the only one alive where, you know, me and my family and the entire island would be flooded. And I would remember like trying to calm the waves down and doing it to a certain degree. But there's no way I'm going to be able to stop a tsunami. Like I'm being realistic here. There's a tsunami coming. I may be able to save myself, but it's not going to be to the point where my connection is not to the point where I can turn off a whole tsunami at this point. So more practice, I guess, but, um, I like to go with the flow of things. So I don't want to, you know, if there's a tsunami coming, it's, it's meant to come. It's meant to wipe out what it's meant to do, but, um, it's really interesting to see how it's going to play out. So I think we should take a few questions and then it's almost two hours. So I don't know how much more time you want to be on here.
1: Yeah. I was done? thinking two, two hours was, was good. That was kind of what I was okay. shooting for. So All right, I, man. I uh, I
0: think, yeah, I think so we I had a
1: really good. I think we had a really good transmission. I, you know, Definitely. I think it was really great. It was, it was great that Ken allowed himself to open up, and we. I much gratitude for you to allowing yourself to um, have that release and to be present and vulnerable for everyone, which I think is yes. just a good, good thing for people to witness and see. Um, but yeah, let's take some questions that are on the line.
0: Definitely, guys. All right. So, my moderator, if you have any questions that you were saving, um, we're just gonna do. Uh, I'd say two questions, two or three questions. Um, because I don't want to keep these guys waiting. It's already like eleven, so eleven for me. I don't know what time it is for you guys. I think maybe ten yeah, for you.
1: We're eleven, I'm eleven.
0: Oh, 11 for you, and then where are you, it's where are you, you. located? I'm uh, in Washington Maryland. State.
1: Where are you at, Ken? Well, Washington State. Washington State. So you're yeah, so you're, it's so it's you're it's way behind hot. us.
2: Yeah, so it's <laughs> eight o'clock,
1: yeah. So yeah. Nice. Well, hey, thanks thanks for the, thanks for the West coast vibes, man.
0: (laughs) Okay. So somebody said, genetic awakening says, uh, I was told to remove my chakras. What do you guys think about that? Well, the chakras are the endocrine glands, so you can't remove the chakras.
1: (laughs) No, you can't, can't remove the, can't remove those. Those are like plugs. Um, and so just, uh, yeah, unlocking them is basically um, the goal, and that's just through through meditation. They begin to, to magnetize them. Yeah, totally. But no, and no removing them. You,
0: yeah, you. If you remove your endocrine glands, you're not going to be able to function properly. You won't be re- uh, releasing the the hormones, and your body will fall out of homeostasis. So definitely don't remove your endocrine glands. <laughs> not a good idea. And then how do you handle his your gut energy? Okay. I'll let you uh tackle that one.
1: How how do you handle that was what he no they said? Yeah, he says,
0: can you please ask him how he handles his gut energy, please? So maybe he has um imbalances oh. within his gut
1: biome. Yeah, so, so gut gut energy um You know, I think you might be referring to intuition on like how you handle that. Your gut energy, you know, you have this microbiome and it's always good to get on stage or on point with your diet, especially as you're awakening, do some detoxes, cleanse the colon, the kidneys, the bladder, the liver, kind of kind of go through that cleanse and, you know, work on your diet and cleaning out a lot of the preservatives and things that are of heavier nature. As far as your gut or intuition energy... It's really good to like meditate because that's going to quiet the monkey mind. See if if your mind is so loud and especially has all this fear and confusion and conflict mm-hmm. and you're like oh, panic, your intuition is like non-existent in your life. It's this tiny little voice or this gut feeling that has completely been washed away. And again, feminine energy has a lot more of this. Available like women are so many connected, and they're connected to a totally different system and a way of being. And we're not mm-hmm. really connected, we're very disconnected. So, learning how to connect to that intuition is very important. So, it really starts with your meditation. And then, once you begin to quiet that, and the intuition comes online, it's really just about listening, it's about getting quiet and about just trusting your feeling. And in the beginning, you're going to second guess those trusts because you haven't used it. It's kind of like a muscle or a gland that you haven't used. And once you start using it more and more, then you'll be able to get a really trust in the feeling. And there are some other, there are some other ideas out there as far as like, some people feel their intuition in their spleen. Some people feel it in their adrenals. Some feel it, feel it in their gut, right? So there's like Other places, some people say it feels like a bell, like a dong is going off or a buzzing or like a tingle or a vibration. So what is important is for you to use your ability to be sensitive with yourself and to listen and to feel. So remember, the universe operates in the feelings, in the feels like. So it's all about what it feels like. And how to navigate those feelings and trust, radical trust. So if you really want to know, that is the secret key, okay? Radical trust of your intuition. The more you trust the voice, the louder it will get. The more you trust what's going to happen, the easier you you will feel. And then as you begin to navigate, this will just get better and better. You'll start to begin to ride the synchronicity wave. So that's a Mm -hmm. whole other level on learning how to then catch the sinks. So as you then flow through reality and ride the sinks, then every person you meet, everything that you come in contact with is perfectly synced up with your intuition and how you're flowing in the reality. And this becomes a conscious flow of self. And this is like full expansion and awareness of all. And this is the how you navigate the realities through your intuition and riding these little sinks. And as you catch the next sink, you catch the next one. And the next one like I mean, yeah, like, surfer. some others individuals say call it cosmic surfing, like cosmic it's, surfing it, it's yeah. about surfing it you know i I don't really say I'm a surfer now because I haven't surfed in quite some time, but I used to surf, I grew up surfing on the lake shore of uh, Lake Michigan, which a lot of people say you surf lake Michigan, oh yeah, Let's surf the piers like. Freshwater wow, that's crazy yeah we call it we call it the third coast out here on lake michigan's coast which and is I've the name seen of your, my-
0: your hydrokinesis video where you were on that um doing it with those waves and that's some crazy waves man
1: yeah 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 I have, I have a few of them out there i have one where it's just it's all flat and then i just get a two-foot wave to come out um lake michigan's an amazing lake. <laughs> i i want to start bringing more to i don't want to get off topic but it's like i people got to come out and train on lake michigan it's like <laughs> It's, that's a you juiced, know and,
0: juiced up vortex or not even a vortex. It's
1: like a oh, it's mega. It's <laughs> an, it's an amazing thing. It's literally where I believe where I I have a knowing that all the energy is going to like really be activated here and that people are mm-hmm. going to come here. I had visions for years of building a a mystery school on the on the bluff of Lake Michigan and that's going to happen. I had dreams like for four years about it. And I already know what it looks like and everything. And it's going to be on the bluff of Lake Michigan. And it'll be a physical place where you'll spend two years with us. And it'll be a two year training program. And you won't, you like, you'll be there for two years. And when you get done, you'll be basically ready to, to totally, you know, make some moves in the reality. But, Mm -hmm. um, yeah, it's so important to trust your intuition. And once you begin to do that, yeah, you can really sync up and then to really begin to live your your dream life or create heaven on earth, earth because it's yeah. not about heaven's not about a place we go. There is no physical representation of heaven. Sorry to clue you in on that, but um heaven is supposed to be here. It's like just like hell is here, heaven's here. It's all about what you do with it. And remember, you're in control of your own life. It's all about you.
0: Definitely. Definitely. Well, well said. All right. So I'm going to take one last question and then we're going to wrap it up. It's already been pretty long. <laughs> so last question, guys, I want to make it a good one. So, um, yeah, we'll just wait, but this has been a really, really great conversation. We talked, we touched on so much stuff, and um, we really just gave a great
1: transmission, all three of us. Um, I, I'm really. No, go, go ahead. sir. sorry. I didn't have anything I, to say. <laughs> I, no, these videos, sometimes you can't see when people are talking. Um, I, I am in so much gratitude for you guys. It's, you know, I've, I've never met you guys before. And when I was involved in a teacher at the school, I don't think you guys were students there. Were you? No, 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 no. no. So yeah, you when I was teaching there I, I as a teacher, even, you I guys
2: were been a part of that school so
1: Oh, okay. You were just affiliated through the MM. Okay. So, um yeah, yeah. yeah, it it's uh it's interesting like, you know, um coming together It was just a great transmission, I think. Mm-hmm. We all all played our parts and it was it was beautiful and I I really want to, you know, send out major gratitude to Ken for being so vulnerable in this space today, and I, really allowing really, to, to re-
2: back when I messaged you back in October, I, I I just knew like you were the guy I need to seek out because like okay. kind of like what kind of like what you said like you know you you um uh yeah like everything's a reflection of you and uh, you know like you have we have the same name and stuff so I I knew I had to reach out to you so yeah. <laughs>
0: Okay. So last question. Um, what is the best way to let go of anger? Anyone? It's up to anyone who wants to answer.
2: I don't
1: know. you? (laughs) You can, you can go since I went first, last.
0: Okay, sure. Sure. Um, well with anger first, I have to, you understand like, so usually when you're angry at someone, it's because they violated a boundary that you had within yourself. And so they are, you know, you're blaming them. You're angry at them because they were doing something to you that you are disappointed within yourself for allowing them to do. And that's usually what it happens for me when I'm angry at someone. It's because they disrespected a boundary that I had set, but I was not honoring, or maybe I had not even set this boundary. And so when you acknowledge that you're actually angry at yourself and you really understand that you are frustrated that you disrespected yourself, you weren't honoring yourself, then you're able to really transmute that anger. But, um, it all comes down to like, I'll just meditate on love and I'll focus on love. I'll focus on everything that I love in this world. So I'll focus on my dad. I'll focus my mom on my sister and I'll try to see that person's perspective as well. Um, and see where they were coming from. And usually that really helps me let go of the anger. And, um, yeah, that's really my advice.
1: Thanks. Yeah. And I, and I would say, um, Diving into that anger, yeah, it's great because you can see the reflection. And then go into the anger, you know, and use some of the techniques I said about breathing or shaking it out. Um, Go somewhere and scream it out. If you can't, like, get a pillow and actually, like, lean into you being mad and letting it go. I had anger that was stuck in my intestines um, for years related to my ex-wife and trauma with my children and resentment and all of these things that had kind of went on. And the real thing for me to release my anger was really diving in and being present with my anger and realizing that it I was angry with myself, just like you had mm-hmm. said, and that I needed to dive in and accept that of myself and be with the angry version of myself. In that meditation, see that upset husband, dad, father, who's like abandoned and gone and no kids and my family has been torn from me and all these things And and hold myself and be with myself and say it's okay. And that, you know, I love myself and I am worth love and it's all right to be angry. It's okay to be angry. This is the first step of letting it go is leaning into the fact that it's okay. And yeah, focusing on positive things is a good way to To get yourself out of that point if you're focused on it. But if you want to really purge it from your system and release it, you must dive into the anger and embody it in those moments Mm -hmm. so that you can then release it. Just like how Ken was being emotional, how all those things were coming up. And so that he was and allowed himself to get into that emotion, allow yourself to tap into that anger, allow yourself to shake it out, allow yourself to scream it out. I have found that breath work. So um, it's called BBRTR, which is biodynamic trauma release, I believe it's called. And it's just a form of open mouth breathing that releases energy. So as you begin to deep dive and you want to connect what you're feeling to breathing, the breath will cause that to really come to the surface Mm -hmm. and then release that. So um, again, you have to get Um, present with yourself. And you have to decide to feel these things. You know, if you don't feel them, they're not going to release, you have to actually embody it and feel it and be it for that moment and take time with it until you let it go until you really honestly, you know, decide to like love yourself and find yourself worthy enough to actually do this work because we're so distracted. And we don't want to do the work. And so that if we don't do the work, like it's not going to release, you know, these are trapped traumas and anger can be in multiple lives. I had multiple traumas when I first got on the anger releasing path. I was into my first year of awakening and it was 14 and I was seeing this energy practitioner and I was getting chronic epididymis, which is where your testicles swell Gosh. up. Okay. Where you get fluid in your testicle. And I was getting chronic epididymis. Chronic, I got it three times, and I had went and saw an energy practitioner, and um, she had, you know, and it was in my right testicle. So there's a there's like a line that comes down, right, and it goes right into that testicle from the right side of your brain, and it's literally where the anger goes. So it can go into your ovaries, it can go into your testicles, and the um, so energy practitioner actually said that, that the anger had me by the balls. (laughs) So so um, these physical representations, and so I learned how to just, I had to like go into that pain and feel it and shake it out. And after that session of really like embodying that and let it go, it was gone. And my testicle never filled with fluid again. And I never had that physical representation because I decided to actually go in to what was the anger and that ended up being, a past life where I had been cut in half as a samurai and I had a lot of anger where it was going, going on. Hence why all the anger and resentment was still trapped on the side where I was cut in half. So I had released it somewhat through the testicle, but then within two years, two and a half years later, it ended up in my intestines, right where I was cut. And then that life came back up again when I was doing some deep dives about four months ago um, and had saw that life come up again, as I was chasing the trauma back to childhood and then like, okay, what's the next memory? You can do that too. Like you get into a childhood memory, right? And you're feeling angry about whatever it might be. And then say, okay, let's go a little further. Is there something else? And then don't be judgeful of what you might see. And then all of a sudden you might be like, you know, in the 1800s doing something and someone like, Killed your spouse or your child died or you lost, you know what I mean? And be like, oh, my God, there's the anger trauma again. Look how angry I am. Okay, let's go into that. So um, these things can show up and you know it's time to get serious when a physical representation because you got to remember all dis-ease or dis-ease, right? Disease or dis-ease, these are things in your body that were energetic first and then they became physical because you didn't deal with the energetic property or the emotion,
0: Absolutely, so. and people definitely get to tend to get lazy, um, where they, you know, they're like, "Oh, it's not going to manifest for a while." But as you get better with energy, it really does manifest a lot faster.
1: But and anyways, and it's- the fact that what's going on in the reality right now, it's all mm. going to up. It's all so like people that are doing energy like us, it's already been happening. But now yeah. in the reality, it's going to happen <laughs> to everyone, regardless.
0: Yeah, that's accident. gonna be really ugly. That might be what this virus actually is, and you know, yes, the manifestation yes,
1: of the, all that. The, the vi- virus is a manifestation of the clean, the earth the cleaning consciousness itself. virus. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. And it's yeah, it's it's to- and it's and it's being puppeted through the fear thing. So I, I think mm. that's probably a good way to to end it. Is just say, don't don't drink the Kool Aid, man. <laughs> <laughs> go go out, go out into nature and yeah. find yourself take your shoes off spring's coming so um you know i know yeah. the snow in the northern we're getting the snow's gone so i know there's some dirt out there or some grass to get your feet in so get your feet in there and find the spot where the energy this the vortex is coming in where that nature is feeding there and and find your spot you know
0: yeah i mean that's what i'm about to do right after this i'm gonna go into nature for the next three hours and nice. um, but, anyways, guys, I want to say thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for this conversation. I really appreciate both of you, and it was an honor to speak with both of you. Um, any final thoughts that you guys have? I think we covered everything basically. Uh,
2: well, like I said, thank you, Ken. Um, thank you, Tanuj. Just uh, I really, you guys really helped me get a different perspective on energy work and where I want where I need to go in life and what I need to do immediately to change my you know, my life and, um, what I, what, what steps I need to take in order to, you know, improve the conditions that I got myself into and stuff. So, so yeah.
0: That's good, my friend. That's good to hear. Um, definitely go guys, go check out their channels. The link is in the description of the video. Um, but other than that, guys, I want to say thank you guys so much for watching my infinite love to all of you. Much love guys. And I will see you guys next time.
1: Thank you. Wholeness and balance.